Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this, Conan, destined to bear the jeweled crown of Aquilonia upon a troubled brow. It is I, his chronicler, who alone can tell thee of his saga. Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I've been watching the World Cup two weeks ago, and goddamn, that was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Argentina won, right? Argentina, oh, the story, God. because the greatest, you know, I heard it's the greatest sports game ever played. Yeah. What did Jim Cornette say about it? It's the game of the future. Yeah. What future? <laughs> I forget how that joke went. It was good. Joke. It was good. It's always in the future. It's always in the yeah. future. It's in America. Cool. The rest of you guys, you're loving it, and hey, more power to you. I mean,. I would want. Like, I think that's it, really bizarre how the entire world, but just us, is obsessed with. We'll, we'll call it football. We'll, 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 we'll give you football. We'll, we'll, yeah, football. we'll give you football. And we just, we, it just, they've tried people. They've tried. I, we as got, long as I can remember, we've had so many failed soccer leagues yeah. in America. We got major league soccer that's still kind of rotating around and everything. You know, I've watched some Premier League. I've watched some Euro League because they're on in the morning while I'm working, and I can just pop them on and all that. That field. I mean, it's good background. It's, to me, I don't get how you get engaged in it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a novice, so I don't know any of the strategy involved. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Oh, yeah. But to me, it's a lot of setup and no payoff. Yeah. Like, everyone's, like, setting up a play, and then somebody just comes and kicks it away. Ex and, okay. And then you're like, okay. The worst part about most of the games I watched, the final game was intense. It was very good. Um but the problem seems to be, and this is what me and Dave have been talking about, he's been also watching a lot of the games, is that the goals feel out of completely nowhere. There is no build-up to yeah. it. It's just they get the ball into the offensive zone, and then suddenly the ball's in the net. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? It's never like a clean kick that ro ropes around people. It's always just like... Nobody bends it like Beckham? Nobody bends it like Beckham. It just like hits off a guy, or there's a cheap foul in the penalty box, and they get a free kick, which is like... 85% chance of scoring. I heard that that Messi guy makes like $100 million a year. It's a, it's like an insane amount of money. Maybe not Messi. I forget who it is. There's some guy that Ronaldo, I thought... Ronaldo, those are the only two names I know. Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, those are two names I know too. Now <laughs> and, I know and also Pele. Everyone, everyone yeah, in Europe Pele. is like, you fucking motherfucker. You assholes. Yeah. I know the French guy. I think I his know name was Mimbop. Alexi Lalas. Alexi. Everyone, oh. no, he's just a shitty American player. But I also know uh, Beckham. 
pull that's, it. That's all I know. Yeah, better like Beckham. You said all it. I know. Uh, one He's of the, got a fucking Gary Daniels voice. Did you know? Yes, I did. What, I saw. A do thing British John, men have bass in their voice anymore? I think it was John Oliver dunked on him a while yeah. back because he was in Qatar trying to get everybody yeah. ready. He's like, I just love the culture. I just love the people. I just love the food. And it, he was just go, go, goofing on that yeah. because that was all he could say. Well, we was, just talk about soccer because we got a lot to get into. Well, Murray. I wanted to do that introduction okay. because I'm hyped on soccer, so I had to do okay. it. Uh, that wasn't spur of the moment. I've been planning that forever. Um, <laughs> Good job. But I've been just loving the soccer, and now here we are transitioning you know into loving? a movie that you fucking love. The, yeah, this... Number one with a boy, This eh? is my favorite Schwarzenegger movie. Just Schwarzenegger, not favorite movie. No, not my favorite movie. This is a great movie. This is a near-perfect movie. It's got... An amazing, uh, it's got amazing costumes, amazing cast, amazing soundtrack, amazing sets, mm-hmm. amazing men's literature lines. Yes, this is um, as we were talking about earlier. I feel like this does the. You know, Road be- Warrior is my favorite movie. Oh, so. Road Warrior, of course. I was gonna yeah. ask you that, but yeah, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. of course. Uh, but this movie does such a good job, just like the Game of Thrones series, of giving you the fantasy. But not giving you too much like mysticism, magic, that kind of yeah, bullshit. Creatures, whatever. Yeah. They just work it in there in like such a behind curtain, such a way where it's like, is it magic or is it? Well, and I love that. That was the thing about Robert E. Howard's character. There wasn't a lot of fucking creatures and magic in the original. And a lot of people don't know this. I actually read, because they released all of his uh, stuff like in the early 2000s. Like the Conan stuff, Solomon Kane, Brand McMoran, King Cole, all, and I read all that shit. And there's not a lot because Robert E. Howard died young. Oh, okay. Because his he uh, his mom got sick and died, and he killed himself like shortly thereafter. Oh shit! Well, he had a lot of issues. I, I, he he probably was bipolar. Probably. And he might have been schizophrenic because okay. there he told the story about how he uh, wrote the first Conan story. He said Conan came to him. And said, write my story oh. or I will kill you. Oh. So he was like over his shoulder. He's madly writing the first Conan story. Because, <laughs> because yeah, I mean, I think this this is my I, this might be my favorite comic book movie. And I, I, yeah, I know people. Conan started in the Pope fucking things. But I think most people know Conan from the comic books. Okay. They were huge in the 70s. And, and like that and the Frazetta covers were like, that's what I think really made Conan like in the public eye. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there wasn't a lot of a uh, lot of stories. There was, and there were short stories because they were just for pulp magazines. So there's only one like no, no, I don't think it was a full novel. It's a novella written by Robert E. Howard. There was a lot of shit after he died. Okay, but if you're talking about the main the main shit, it was like a lot. That's probably I don't know, maybe twenty twenty five stories total mm-hmm. going in. So uh, yeah, he. Uh, he had some in- Robert e. Howard had some interesting like theories about, and I actually kind of agree with this theory. His his theory was man's natural state is one of barbarism and ultimately self destruction. Okay, so that was like a premise in a lot of his stories because King Cole uh, was an Atlantean king, and his stories took place thousands of years before Conan. Okay, even though they were kind of the same, and because. And and it makes sense in the world of fantasy. You know, it's the one problem with fantasy is is that okay, we have these like ad- advanced societies, but they never evolve. Like they're always in this medieval state. Yeah. Like like the elves have lived for thousands of years. But they're they're living the same way they've lived for thousands of years. Right. So his idea was is that 
man, you you reach a certain point of I don't, I don't know, not perfection, but like uh, culture wise, and then you meet you just your your instinct is just to destroy it. And we and you think about it, what are we doing right now? Like global warming right now, we're just turning an eye again, away from it. Right, we, we're, we're so advanced technology wise than we've yeah, ever been. This is true. Yet we're still destroying our environment, and that's basically what happens in the world of Conan. So King Cole's time, it'll, he's a king of Atlantis, so Atlantis falls into the sea. Right, and then they we. That we basically and there and then like I wasn't like technology, but it was like there was an there were he was living in an advanced Civiliz- society, civilizations yeah. and everything. I mean, and then they of, it went Rome, and then it just us. went back to the primordial state, and then we build ourselves up again. Right. So that's what his kind of philosophy was like. You know, that's just our man is just self destructive. Yeah, and you know, and it's just you're always whatever you build, you have to destroy. The Romans did it. The, you know, we're doing it right now. Right. So I think there's a lot to what he said there. I mean, it is. I I really true. like that idea. So that explains exactly why, like you said, I never really thought about that. Elves, thousands of years, living amongst themselves. And, like, the best they do is, like, they can make cooler swords than you, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like that's the advancement of the technology. Right. It's like they, they can make something. Well, with- I, mean, I think they kind of get around it because you notice how elves are always, like, in touch with nature. So yeah. they would not be into industrialization. This is true. But dwarves yeah. usually are. Right. You know, so, They're yeah. up in the core of the earth from uh, what right. I understand. They're hanging with Crom. They're hanging with Crom. Crom lives in the core? He lives in the in the, in the earth. That's what they is said. there is there something you can tell us more about Crom? Because uh, I believe Conan is a fan of Crom. Crom is the perfect god because he never listens to you and doesn't care about you. And so it's just like every other god. But you, but he's upfront about it. He doesn't drag it along. He's like, I don't care about you. You're worthless. Now, how do his uh, followers know this? <laughs> <laughs> Because they make it up like every other person makes up a little But who, who is passing the word of Krab around? I don't know. That's, that's true. <laughs> I was really intrigued by that because Conan's always talking about Well, Krab, like, it's it's very it's very based in Viking kind of uh, mythology in that, and they even say in the movie, they mention Valhalla. Oh, yeah, Krab, they do. Even though Odin is the, you know, the all-father of Valhalla. But he was like... I will like I will live gloriously, fight many battles, and then I will be judged by Krom. Yeah. And then I will get to live in Valhalla, or he'll just throw me down like to, to the hells, you know. That's right. Okay, throwing down to hell. But uh, so yeah, I mean, I honestly thought Krom was his dad at first. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. What was his dad's name? I don't remember his dad's name. Who played his dad? William Murray? Smith. The William? perfect casting. He didn't have the shades. I, I, everybody. Oh yeah, no, he did not. Well, there was what uncut scene was cut out. <laughs> But no, once again, this movie is like perfectly cast. Like James Earl Jones is the main; he's fucking awesome, and the henchmen are fucking great. They got a great look. Everyone looks great. Yeah, no, everything about this movie is cool. The fucking cult-like figures and everything. The fact that there's people following it, and why are they following it? It's a person who speaks to them, a person that looks different from them, unique to them. He's got a fucking giant. He offers. Answers that the uh, the unanswerable questions. Exactly, we that's just, what people are looking for. We were just talking about that with our favorite artist, artist, director, actor, producer, uh, <laughs> everything. About. Neil Breen. Neil Breen. Yeah. He always gives us answers at the end of his movie. Never leaves us with questions. We're still confused, but he gives yes. us answers. Leaves us with a lot of questions, but gives us answers. Somehow he does that. So, like in the the what's interesting about the making of this movie was that um, 
originally script that some guy, just some random producer guys wanted to do it, and they had Roy Thomas write it, who was the writer of Conan comic book. And then they sold it to, I think, I think they started, then they started talking with uh, Oliver Stone, and Oliver Stone wrote it, rewrote the script, and was going to direct it at one time, because he was really into... Isn't he doing, like a highfalutin type uh, director? At this point, he wasn't, but yes. Okay. Yeah, he did, I, Pl- Platoon was his big movie. Platoon. That really, and he, I think he started out as a scriptwriter though, first. Okay. But then he moved into... I know the name, yeah. and I couldn't remember anything he did. He, uh, Wall Street, Platoon... Um, I'm blanking, but he's done a lot of shit. Yeah, I know. His Al- name. He did the Alexander the Great movie, I think, that bombed big time oh. with Colin Farrell. Uh, so yeah, his was like you were saying, like you sh- like it was too fantastical as far as I I was heard because he was, he wanted. I mean, he was going, and especially at the time, it would have been awful because yeah. of budgetary, like no CGI, because he wanted like great armies of mutants and all these creatures and okay. shit, and it probably would have sucked. It probably would have been really bad because right. the best thing about this movie is kind of its scarcity, I think. Like, yeah. I, there's not like hordes of, you know, it's not a whole army that comes to raid the village at the beginning. Right. It's maybe 15 people. Right. But it's a small village because that's how we lived back then. Right. And we lived back then. Right. Well, that's uh, another good point. This Conan's adventures take place on Earth. Okay. So it's not like some mist, Middle Earth and bullshit like that. Okay. So and then it goes along with the whole like a thing I was telling you about where it's just like, not only does the culture like like the the world itself changes. So like, Conan is supposed Samaria where he's from is supposed to be modern day Sweden. It's like that area. Oh, okay. Cool. And so all this is basically Europe and Asia, which is why you I think you see a lot of Asian characters in this movie. It's that, that makes sense. Eurasian kind of thing. That. Is very helpful for our listeners. Right. And to me. I didn't realize that's what they were going for. But it makes sense with all the... I would say that this this movie fits in today. You got lots of lots of cultural cultures represented here and everything. Yeah. I mean, you got a black guy as a villain, and he fucking kills it as the villain. He's great. He's so good. He doesn't he, need well, to he's be... He's got the greatest voice of all time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He doesn't need to be sympathetic. Yeah. Doesn't need to be sympathetic no, at all. No, he's not. I fucking love... James Earl Jones is this. We film. weren't afraid to have villains in the back then. Which year did this come out? This pre Star Wars eighty one or eighty two? Because it like does that. have that. So uh, it does also have that "I am your father" vibe right. to it. But well, yeah, he yeah, he says that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it works better, I think, in this one. It works so true. fucking well. Like for a dumb meathead movie with plenty of men novelist lines in it. Yeah. yeah. Men's literature. Yeah, men's literature. It's liter- it's respected. It's literature. Men's literature lines in it. It uh, works so fucking well to have him up there, and obviously we'll get there when we get there, but he fucking kills it. And this yeah. brings me to my next question for you. Is it better to have the main villain be someone who can't fight his own battles? It's not so much he can't fight him. He's above that. That's what's great about James Earl Jones' character. Like, he uses his mind. He says it at one point. Why use your what was it? Why use your steel when you can use your flesh? And he summons that girl to right. jump that's off the cliff. Po- that's you showing his power. Like right. He's like, I don't need to dirty my hands with Conan. I have lackeys for that. He's the original influencer. Like I don't think he was a coward. I just think he's just like I'm above this. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't. He was not a chicken shit heel. He does not blink. He's no. just like, <laughs> come on. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. He's I know where so, I'm going. So that's. I think was his ultimate downfall because he's so full of himself. He thought till the end he could talk Conan out of killing him. You think he was trying to talk him out of it? I think he wanted Conan to join him. 
I think he really thought, looked at him as his son, his creation. Interesting. We'll talk about that more when we get yeah. there because I have my own theories on that. Okay. So, yeah, so Oliver Stone originally was going to direct it, and then Dino De Laurentiis, who did uh, Flash Gordon, the movie we've done, and some other movies, he bought the rights to it, and he wanted John Milius, who we've talked about with Jack extensively when he comes on because he's a fan of John Milius because John Milius is the master of fucking men's literature on screen. Okay. Like he did he did some punch up on Apocalypse Now. Remo? Remo. Wasn't Remo Williams a mess? No, no. No. Oh, okay. Well, it was, but he didn't have anything to do okay. with it. So like I'm reaching here. <laughs> so John Millian, he's actually a very interesting character. There's a, a, doctor, a documentary on him. I think it's just called Millie, uh John Millich. That sounds right. And I I, it was it. I saw it on Tubi years ago. If you can find it, it's good because he's an interesting character. Because I bet politically I would totally be like shut the fuck up because he's very right wing guy he's very much into guns yeah but at the same time he's got that knack for tapping into that fucking lizard brain part of your brain where you're just like fucking yes like that those lines hit you yeah if you're a man most women probably roll their eyes at these lines but if you're a man they hit you in that primal part of your brain <laughs> that you're like fucking yes right when you hear them very appropriate to have an eye roll line. There's plenty of eye roll lines out there. As long as it's not like full Kanye, <laughs> Defcon three, you're good. Right. I'm fine with that. I love a fucking meat headline. Yeah, well, I don't great. know. They, they, I don't know if they're. I don't know. To me, there's some depth to what a lot of the shit they say, but I, it depends on where you're coming from. Hey, man. I guess. Some people see depth in Bukowski. Some people just see him as a fucking sloppy drunk with a warded dick. Exactly. So, yeah, then he took over, and he wanted – he's like, no, he kind of threw out most of Oliver. Even though Oliver Stone does get a credit for uh, the screenplay, like a co-credit. Okay. He rewrote it, basically, put his men literature lines in it, and just pared it down. Because he, he agreed with us. He was kind of like – he's like, I always wanted to do a Viking movie, and I would love to see a John Milius fucking Viking movie. Dude. But – but uh, so he's like, that's what I was going to do. And, you know, I was going to, he had never read, shockingly, you'd think he would be a big Conan fan. He's like, I never read any of it. The only thing I knew about it was the Frazetta covers. That's all I knew of Conan. So he got into it, he immersed himself into it, and he's like, you know, went all in and put out a great fucking movie, man. Uh, I mean, of course, we talk too much. Well, we used to talk too much about <laughs> wrestling, but I feel like this is the perfect babyface story, too. It's like Conan slowly works his way up. He basically learns how to fight. He starts taking out armies. He's trying to figure everything out for himself. He's getting knocked down a little bit by his foes and then overcome. This is the thing that Sensei Seagal never learns. Yes. Even Schwarzenegger, giant of a man, shows vulnerability Thank you. in this movie. Mm -hmm. And Seagal, who can never do that, which yep. is why his fight scenes stink because yep. his, the guys never get a shot and he just immediately destroys everyone. Yeah. You know, even after we've seen Arnold go through the fight pit and he's like life and death, they're the same to me. I don't give a shit. This is me cutting a steak on a Saturday See, night. That's another Fuck. great men's literature line. Thank you. Uh, 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 fighting a man to the death. Nah. Right. I love it. It's just good. And even at 150, it just it feels good. I, I watched the 209. Version. It's 209. Yeah. I thought it was 150. Well, I don't know. There's different cuts. But uh, I watched the like a two-hour version too. I'm just okay. there, I, there was just guessing. there was only two scenes that I didn't recognize. I haven't watched it in a while. 
Ooh. And they're in towards the end. Okay. And, and they, they add a little to it, but they I can see why they cut them out. It wasn't like a big deal. Right. But if so, like if, if you saw the different version, I could fill in the blanks on that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, should we just fucking get into this? We're going to get a fangirl out all over this movie. It's yeah. I top- worry that we're not going to be like entertaining because like it's a fucking awesome movie. Like we part of the reason you like us, we kind of shit on stuff. Right. But. Hey, I just wanted to end the fucking year with a fucking like something we're excited because the last few things we've done we haven't really been into. So I wanted to end it with something we'd be pumped about. You know? Right. We 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 fought with one thing. We had a horrible time with another thing, and now here we are. We're fucking enjoying ourselves because guess what? Right. This is our goddamn Christmas gift, and we get it fucking <laughs> late. You know, yeah. we come last every time. Everyone's I coming know. before us. Yeah, coming all over us. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Let's learn what is best in life with this trailer for Conan the Barbarian. Slave. Barbarian. Warrior. Thief. Conan. They said you'd come. A man of great strength. He's evil, a sorcerer who can summon demons. Day of Doom is here! What daring, what arrogance! I salute you. Adventurer of all. The man they call Conan. The Barbarian. Coming to a theater near you from Universal Pictures. Let me tell you the story of high adventure. Beautiful. All throughout this movie, we have a narrator. Yes, Akiro, the wizard, who... Continuity-wise, he's the only guy who returns for Conan, Conan the Destroyer. So yes. they did a good job because he becomes the advisor to Conan, the King Conan. God, I have so many questions for you throughout this movie. Well, I will have so many answers. I'm so fucking Oliver excited. Stone wanted to do 12 movies. He wanted to be like James. Oh, no. No, he wanted, no, because you know, the thing about uh, Robert E. Howard's stories are they jump jump around through the life of Conan. It's not a linear story. Oh, so they they do have King Conan stories. Oh, okay. And so, and he has a son, and I think, I don't think Robert E. Howard came up with a son, but he does have a son later on in the other novels. And so he wanted it to be like a James Bond type series where like every couple years Arnold comes back. Does an adventure and then goes on. That would be really fucking cool. It's kind of more of a serial type yeah. of situation. And then John like Milius, that. his idea, he wanted to do a trilogy, which I think probably would have been for the best. You think so? Yeah. Well, because okay. he wanted, he and he had themes. His themes were the first one was strength. 
And I think the second one was like responsibility. And then the third was the consequences of our actions. That was going to be the theme of each movie. I feel like one, fantastic, new, everyone loves it. Two, expectations are high, it's going to be bad. Three, conquest, or con- uh, consequences, yeah. fantastic again. We'll never know because all we'll we got know. was that shitty Conan of the Destroyer. That after, you know, I Which, think... Which, by the way, if you're new to us, we did cover Conan the Destroyer years about ago. four years ago. Yeah. yeah we, we shit all over. We'll, we'll put it up on YouTube if you can check it out easier. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we get that voiceover. Originally, uh, Milius wanted Schwarzenegger to do the voice, his own, like, narration. I like that he didn't. But, uh, well, the reason they didn't was because they were worried about his accent. Yeah, I like that they didn't. I like somebody else telling the story. And I want to point out that, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Come on, Murray. I'm excited to talk about fucking. So excited. So we got swords being forged. Just cut in whenever you remember. Swords (laughs) being forged over the credits. Right. We got that amazing theme song that just makes you want to just slay someone. William Smith, Conan's uh, papa. Yes. Papa. Telling him the story of the steel and how there's secret uh, power. Well, no, he tells him the ultimate truth. Well, first he tells him about the riddle of steel because okay. he only knows it. Because not many, not many people at this time know how to make steel. Oh, okay. That's the whole point of Thulsa's Doom's gang. They're searching for steel. Thank so they're you. probably using iron. Because this movie does a fantastic job of not having, like, any exposition characters at all. Yeah. There's no weasel on the side of the road. Dulce Doom's people walk up to him. There's a comic gag. They knock him on his ass. And he says, well, kick my ass over, too. And then they kick the donkey over. And then they ask him, where is steel? None of that. No. We just... You yeah. never... They, even in the movie, they don't tell you. We don't know the what, why they attacked the village. Exactly. They were... Well, well they, you learn they were, like... He, 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 it's a throwaway line that Salsa Doom says. Yeah, he's like, my, my younger days. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, Conan's father, I, he has a name, I don't remember it, but played by William Smith, perfect, because William Smith was an original bodybuilder in the 50s, so it would be perfect that he would play Schwarzenegger's dad. It's insane because we know him as Normad with yeah. sh- dusty shades and yeah. everything. We don't well, recognize him as a shades. body. Oh, he has prestige. Well, you, well, we, well, in Normad, he was like fucking like 65 years old. <laughs> so? I mean, oh, so you're supposed to be ripped at fucking 65? Yes. Yeah, okay, what do you eat, liver? Is that he, it? He's the liver king. Innards. I thought he was the OG liver king. And how do you know he wasn't fucking ripped underneath that fucking fur and shit? That's a good job. <laughs> he was barrel chested. <laughs> I know that much. So, and he had a fucking 50s bodybuilder body. I mean, this shit changed. You know? He probably was, he had a natural body on That's top true. of it. So he was, he was, I think he was in uh, every which Way, but loose is like a bare knuckle brawl. He had arms. Dude he had, had some fucking big arms, fucking yeah. arms. Big old man titties and arms. Man, how dare you? Uh, it helps you absorb blows. And I didn't, I, I didn't look into it, but Milius mentioned that he worked for the CIA, and he could, he could not Milius, William Smith. <laughs> oh, what? And that he could speak seventeen different dialects of like like Slavic uh, languages. I didn't look oh. into the truth of that or not, but if it's true, it's pretty hey, cool. If I know William Smith, and I believe we do, I knew all about his bare knuckle boxing career. Uh, yeah, he did. So I don't know. So why are you shitting on William Smith? I'm not. Well, I kind of was, but now I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing. This is great. Hey, why are you look, like... I'm I'm AW booking myself here. I'm yeah. flipping all over the place. So. He, he forges that beautiful sword, which apparently it, it in ruins, like engraved on it, it says something, don't feel guilty if you 
if you, the lives you take in the name of Krom. Wow, I thought it said don't feel the reaper. No. Don't feel the reaper? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have the Blue Oyster Cult then. Well, the Blue Oyster Cult didn't have that song. You're making up a new song. God damn it. Who did that don't song? Don't fear the reaper. Don't feel the reaper. But it was BOC? Yes. Yeah, that's why I say they don't have don't fear the reaper. Yeah, well, you said feel the reaper. I did. I, nobody should feel the reaper, that's for sure. I understand. So he's taking my mom to tell him about that riddle of steel. He's teaching his son lessons, and he's like, these giants stole the, the secret of steel from the gods, mm. and they gave it to man, and not only man knows how to make steel. And then he pulled the sword out. He said, oh. this is the one lesson you should – this is the, the lesson everybody should tell their children – Trust no one. Yes. You cannot trust men. You cannot trust women. You cannot trust beasts. You can only trust the steel. Murray, across our ribs, we have to actually put our ribs together to complete this sentence. Is Sonny Chiba's dad's lesson to his son. Right. Son, trust no fucking man. Right. Well, no no man, no woman, no beast. No, that's right. nothing. That's, that's right. It's, it's, sadly, it's the truth. Is that a Rolling Stones song? No. So okay, now we're we we uh, we get the they're just at their village doing their village shit, and we see the Riders of Doom coming in. Oh yeah, fucking awesome! If I could get the fucking battle armor for my little Ava that's on the fucking Rottweilers, I would fucking love it. Can someone make that for me? It's the little so- hat with a spike on the top. Whenever I see uh, a dog that's, like, trained for combat, I get concerned. You know? Like, I don't like seeing the canine dogs and everything because it's possible that they're putting them in the line of danger, and we shouldn't be doing that to animals. Animals should be in no fucking danger. But these dogs just look they so right. They seem to be loving it. And I, I know they're tearing humans apart here, but uh, they seem to be happy about their work. We see Thulsa Doom. He has like a fucking feral man who's like a bloodhound for him. It's it's. A, I don't know if we can say this on uh, YouTube. The, someone, a non-shaman... Uh, that was him. Do you remember him? No, that guy was, this guy could actually probably kick somebody's ass. This yeah. guy had muscles. That guy does have muscles, yeah. but he couldn't kick anybody's ass. So, like, this feral guy is like the bloodhound of the group, just fucking finding these villages for Thulsa Doom. And- right. Does he not stare down Conan? I thought he looked him square in the eye. And just they just all ignored him. I thought because he because he's a boy. He's not right. You know, he's who cares? Uh, adrenochrome. He just wants to kill and murder, and kill and murder they do. They just attack the village. They set shit on fire. Yep. Fucking destroying shit. Throw an axe into Conan's dad's back. It's right then you see the child in Conan's brain break. His Hot Wheels just shatter in front of him. He had Hot Wheels. Don't don't question that. And he's looking for his chance. He's looking for a sword. He's looking for a head to slice off. Right. And he runs in, and then his mom grabs him. And right. they. he's like, well, okay, you're right, she, mom. But she grabs a sword. She's a badass. You know, well, she is a badass. But she's like, son, I need you to protect me. I am a woman, after all. And you are an eight-year-old. No, she was going to protect him. I know, Murray. I'm playing it up. I, I don't know. I don't want to get any sexism things said toward us. So, uh, yeah, they just destroy the village. The dogs finish off dad, just chew him up. And then we, we see it's we, the, the, the leader, Thulsa Doom. I'm going to flip on us once more. William Smith, great acting with those dogs. Great acting. Great acting. 
we see who Thulsa Doom. Thulsa Doom actually was a King Cull villain. He wasn't a Conan villain. Thoth Aman is Conan's main villain. But uh, and he in Thulsa Doom in the book is described as like a Skeletor type guy. He's like a skull face. Oh, interesting. But this is I like what they did with it though. Yeah. So we get we see uh, and we see his main main henchmen Rexor and Thorgrim. Uh, Thorgrim, played by Sven Ole Thorsen, who we've seen in many Schwarzenegger movies because he's a bodybuilding buddy of Schwarzenegger, so he always gives him a role. Yeah. And then I don't remember the name Rexor, but he played for the Raiders when they were like the most <laughs> badass team in the 70s. Yes, he looked like he was a Raider. Right. He had the huge fucking, you know, Fu Manchu mustache. You think he knows Howie Long? I think he, was, he came before Howie Long. Okay. But, uh, well, all of our fans come before us, Murray. And Milius got it right. Because all the henches and and even fucking James Will Jones are bigger than Schwarzenegger. Yes. And let me remind you, the village maybe had 15, 20 people in it. And they're not built for combat. You know, they're just trying to survive together. Well, Sumerians are supposed to be tough people. I don't. That's why I don't know why they got taken they out so bad. They could be tough, bad. but, you know, they're just fucking milling and grinding stone and their giant fucking, you know, machines and everything. And then you have an army of what? It's like 15 people or something. On horses, though. You can right. stomp people. You know, you got that high ground advantage. Right. So that's all. That's all. So uh, Thulsa gets off his horse, removes his helmet. All the fucking costuming is great. The helmets look great. The snake and motifs. And Thulsa's hair. He had the Betty Page fucking things. <laughs> but Milius, what he was going for, he wanted... Thulsa Doom to be this character that was like looked like he was the last of his race, like he's he's like like he's an Atlantean or something. So that's why you get a black man in James Earl Jones, but he has the straight hair and he has the blue eyes. Yes. So he's kind of otherworldly looking. He had, and it works so well. Very practical effects and everything. And when you get that look, it's not one of those looks where you're like, oh no, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, fuck, that's kind of intimidating. Like it works. It's visceral. It hits you to the right. core, and it. It's perfect. Right. I know the Betty Page bangs are a little like, oh, what's going on there? But the eyes, man, and those eyes meet up with, uh, I was about to call him Thor, uh, Conan's mom. Right. And Conan's mom, she had beautiful eyes. She's a beautiful woman. And uh, she gets mesmerized by him because he, he, he just says nothing. He just stares into her eyes. Yeah. And then you see she gets she's hypnotized and she drops the sword and he he almost like looks pitying on him like I'm gonna let her live he turns his back on her right well he but he looks he's still looking at her as he's turning away mm-hmm. and like we think oh he's gonna let them live and then he just swings around hacks her fucking head off Ooh. head goes flopping now Conan's like what the fuck just happened yeah and then they just put all the children in chains they killed all the adults. But they yep. spared the children so they could sell, sell them into slavery. Right. So this is where we... we... we as they're leaving, we see Conan's dad's head on a fucking pike. Oh. You know, and his mom's too. And put his shades on him. Put the shades on. So we got a voiceover telling us, like we were talking about, we don't even know why they came to our village. Were they right. looking for steel? No one knows why they attacked my king. <laughs> perhaps for steel. Perhaps just for destruction. But the children, and we get a nice, I thought, great camera work too in this movie. We get a nice shot of the symbol of fucking Thulsa Doom, the snakes going per- so next to each other. I, prop department, fucking bravo! I loved right. all the props of this movie too, right. and not to mention, uh, and know. then they, and then oh, I forgot to mention they. 
uh, Rexor shows gives the sword to Thulsa Doom. They take Conan's fucking father's sword. They took his pappy's sword. Because they don't know the riddle of steel. They're still using probably iron. They just, whatever they can find in steel. They're like the fucking road warrior villains. Right. You know? And, I mean, Thulsa has to be handed a sword in that scene. He doesn't even, right. like we talked about, right. and we kind of alluded to it, he doesn't even bother with the combat. He's got his boys to do his combat for right. him. He's so, above that. He he's just a, like, like he's like the whole last of his race. He's just a superior being, right? You know. And it's only when he needs to like really send a message that he like the sword in that case is certainly his pen. He's just trying to say, you know, like sign off on this. Your village is fucked. We won't. well, yeah. Like what you're saying is, the sword didn't even mean anything to him. He gives it to Rexor. Yep. Yeah. It was all symbolic. I'm right. killing you to claim this victory as symbolism. My boys did all the work. I rode right. my horse. I stayed in the back. I played the bugle. Right. Right. So they all, they just fuck off to, they just go, they have one well, guy. The, the voiceover tells us right. they take all the children up right. north to be slaves. Right. And we see them travel days, days. And right. they go from being like a wintry, foresty, pine, alpine, pine climate into like a deserty climate. Right. And all this. Not all of it, but most of it was filmed in Spain. All these kind of like landscapes you get, the deserts and everything, hmm. which is that, that was the other. Uh, all the Italian westerns are also spilt, uh, filmed in Spain because it has that kind of old west kind of look. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, he gets taken to the Wheel of Pain, mm. which is like a giant millstone. Where they turn the fucking wheel. Yeah. What were they getting they into were, there? Grain. They were like. It was just grain. Well, originally. Millius just liked the idea of it, and the guy who, who built it like, we got to make it functional. What's the point of this? Just right. so they just concocted it. And it was a real, it could do what it was made to do. That's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Think about this. We would have done that in CGI today. But back then, they had to make something. They were like, can it be right. functional too? That's yeah. And see, that's what, that's, that's, yeah, because that's what, when it comes to me, when it comes to fantasy, and it comes to horror, it's, got to be practical it's got to be the blood's got to be real it's got to be this or like sci-fi you can get away because spaceships you know they can look like you know like right. CGI. and you can do weapons that instead of like just basic but wounds we, and that's and that's shit we don't we don't see in real life but we we, we are we're aware of what the human body looks like we're aware what it looks like when you bleed yeah you know even though we obviously we've never been in a sword fight or disemboweled but we we can that we can put in our head. So you right. need that. You can tell when it's fake, basically, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you need that kind of shit with fantasy. So they take him to the Wheel of Pain, and we they, we watch as the years go by. It was weird. Like, they never replaced the kids. Like, his kids fall off eventually and, like, die, I guess. Right. But Conan, his will for revenge is so strong that he keeps pushing that fucking wheel till eventually he's the only one left what are they feeding him the grounds he's grinding well, yeah he's pro- he's he's take his protein shake breaks come on know? like what what kind of grounds are grains are those because he's fucking yeah. he went from being nothing well apparently it looks like they're building up for uh the old medieval fight clubs murray of, i don't know well i get it because <laughs> road warrior is such a fucking good movie but it's got a fight fucking pit in the movie. This yeah. is the perfect fight pit, and it's only a 20, not even, 15-minute section of this movie. By the way, we're like, yeah, we're right 20 minutes in the movie, still haven't heard Conan speak. We're perfect. Right. Strong Con- silent type. I've always said, I think uh, Schwarzenegger's best performances, Conan, T, T100, whatever the fuck it's called, okay. because minimal 
acting. He, yeah. That's where he's at his strength. Because well, it makes sense because he is an athlete, so he uses his body to fucking. He he probably studied under uh, uh, Billy Drago. Billy Drago, of course. But you know he needs. He knows he had to use his face and his body to you know get points across. Yeah, I mean we were clearly cheering for Conan in this one, and T one hundred. We are against them right. in the first one and for him in the second one. And second one, he starts to become more livelier with the one-liners. Yeah, this is why I like the first one better. Yeah, the first one, oh my god! Even the second one is so fucking good, but the first one is—it gets you. That fucking movie is oh. intense. So he's pushing this until eventually he's the only one left, and we see it's finally Schwarzenegger because we see like they get like older like, people to play him, but you only see like the legs like pushing on it, and then yep. eventually you see those thick ass quads, Ooh. the quads of the gods. Did you ever watch that documentary he's in? Bumping Iron? Yeah. No, I no, I've never seen it. It's good. It's really yeah. good. It was uh, one of Courtney's favorites. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she, she was like, I, do you want to sit down and watch this? the muscle guys? I don't know. Well, you, of course <laughs> she is. <laughs> and then we see some fucking crazy redheaded dude show up, like Danny Bonaducci. I was so confused with this guy. And he, apparently, like, they're... They, they sell off their last, like, I guess no more grain anymore until we get a new village that gets right, fucking destroyed. Right, They were just like, yeah, we, we're, okay, first of all, think about the the relay line here, because this wheel of grain is in the middle of nowhere. Wheel of pain. Wheel right. of pain is in the middle of nowhere. There's no farms <laughs> near them. So, uh, Descent, Dolores, just, what is his yeah, name? John Milius. John Milius. I get that you wanted to make it practical. There's no farms nearby. There's no it grains. It just looks cool. It fucking does. But Sometimes you have to do that. I, that's what irritates me about modern CGI special effects. There's too much form follows function. Like, people are too, like, well, that wouldn't, why would we put that on a ship? Because it looks fucking cool. That's why. Yeah. You doesn't have to, everything doesn't have to have a reason to be there. I, I'm only bringing that up because you said that he wanted it to actually do the function. Well, no, he didn't care. The guy who built it, the guy. Oh, he, okay. He just wanted the Wheel of Pain. He was like, that was a oh, cool gotcha, idea. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because I thought it was literally just a torture thing. I uh, didn't understand why I was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But that makes sense. Right. I mean, if it is just a torturous thing. Right. So this is now the guy, and I can't remember his name from uh, a good fight ring operation movie, um, Lionheart. Yeah. Do you remember our black friend's name? I don't remember. Motherfucker, motherfucker. Motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> so his motherfucker, motherfucker is coming to get him, and he's just like, look, motherfucker, motherfucker. I got <laughs> I got some easy money for you, because look at you. Look at you. And he fucking slaps his ass. He's always easy money. He's buying Conan. I mean, he Conan's bought Conan? His, yeah, Conan's his slave. Motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I didn't understand that. Yeah, he's not, yeah. there's no no money-changing hands. Well, he is How did you guy. know that? Because that's his. Because he fights for him. Conan has no choice in anything he does after this moment. Right, but I didn't understand that. I thought he was just working with the same people who imprisoned him. He had him in chains, Griff. He had literally had Conan in a cage, in a cave later on. I thought, okay. I didn't know that meant he under, uh, sold him. I thought he was no. still working for the same corporation, if you will. <laughs> no, he's not, he's the well, Thulsa, no, Thulsa Corp. He, no, yeah, he's been a, no, he's been a slave his entire life. Okay, so he was so he sold. Moves, he, he, yeah, he was I sold guess, into slavery. You know slavery. what probably happened was they were going to get a new uh, shipment of kids in, so they were like, "I got an idea. I can make money off this guy." Yeah, I know a guy who owns a fight ring. 
You okay. Know? So that's what happened. We're making sense now. Right. So you think he sold from- I don't think. I know. Yeah. He was sold from Doomcore to this guy. Well, no, because Doomcore sold him to the Wheel of Pain guys. And then the Wheel oh. of Pain guys sold him. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he's been sold twice at this point. Yeah. Stolen once, kidnapped once, yeah. s- sold once, sold twice. Okay. Okay, we're good, everybody. So, yeah, so he takes them. And Conan does, he knows nothing. He's naive. He's, all he's been doing is, for the past 10 years is pushing this fucking wheel. We see him get dropped into this fucking fight pit. People. Well, no, they first they take him to like the, the pit. And you see his opponent sitting on the opposite. So this is like in the daytime. And he makes, he's like, sit. And he makes him sit there. And they just stare at each other for hours, probably, mm. feeling each other out. Oh, shit. I, oh, is that that scene when they're sitting on the table? Or am I thinking? No, well, I'm thinking way too far they're ahead. Sitting, but they, they are sitting like a lazy Susan. Like, crap shit, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, sit. And then he's like, then the nighttime comes, and that's when all the fucking griffs of the fucking, you know, Hercania or whatever right, come I'm down. I'm on a streak I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. right now because it'll ruin it. And so this is a trial by fire. Like, the guy just wants to see what he has in him. Does he have the heart of a fighter? Because yeah. he hasn't trained him at all. This guy, Conan, knows nothing about fighting because he's never had to do it. Yeah. So they just throw him in the pit with this, like, Nubian warrior with filed-down teeth. Oh, he was fucking gnarly. Yeah. And you're thinking, how's our boy going to do that? He does nothing about fighting. He knows how to push a fucking cog. That's right. it. But he knows how to survive because that's all he had to do. Fight to survive. Because the war- the Nubian attacks him and goes merely for the throat because he's got those filed-down teeth. He's got those filed-down teeth, man. And he's like, ah, ah. He's <laughs> fighting. And then he's like, I got to either survive or die. Survive or die. I have the heart of a fucking Sumerian. I'm not going down like this. Fight or flight. Crom. Crom. What do I do? What do I do? You fucking chicken wing the guy's arm and just snap it. Oh, that was brutal. They get the brutalism so well. And again, this plays into modern wrestling. Well, not modern. But this plays into wrestling too because that move looked fucking brutal as shit. He's trying to survive. This guy's almost bit his throat out. I know. I just mean that, like, it's probably a work, but still, for what it looked like on screen, it looked fucking And brutal. then he just smashes this guy's head against the brick wall. Of the and I love arena. how they did that, too, because you couldn't really tell the impact. Like, you could tell he was forcing his face in the wall. You couldn't tell if the guy was resisting or whatever. And then he gets the one where he pulls him back real far, and you can see the blood smeared on the wall. So good. And then the crowd goes fucking ape shit for Conan. And this is the first time in Conan's life he's ever gotten any validation at all. He's been a slave for 10 years. And he likes it. He's just like, wow, these people are cheering for me. Like, I've been treated like shit my whole life. Right. This is the first time he's here to applause. Let's remember, he's been on the wheel in the middle of nowhere with one guy riding a horse, riding just in a circle counter to him with a whip, you know, just cracking it. So this is like, this I wouldn't, I'm not. This is the best day of his life since he was thrown into slavery. Well, I'm surprised that he's reacting this way to it because he's had silence for all of his life. So, yeah, clearly he's really into all the noise. Right. Well, they're, they're, they're validating him. They're saying you are amazing. You he's know? Still, and he's never heard that he since he was a child. Get gets a smile. Like, he, he, he somehow still understands smiles. And when he looks up into those fans and sees their smiling faces as they won all their money and didn't bet on the Pistons, they were plus... They were negative five yesterday. They lost by 13, Murray. Okay. okay. Back to Conan. So, we get... We, we get... <laughs> worked it in We there. get some 
uh, a great montage. We don't spend fucking half an hour showing him learning how to be a fighter. We just get a montage of him fighting. And there's this fucking amazing armor he's got on that those fucking like oven mitts with fucking knives on the Dude, end. Oh, it's so good. It's exactly what you would do as a promoter of a fight ring. You would make like you would get high on whatever drugs you have <laughs> and you'd be like, what kind of fucking crazy Shokazugi had to have been the guy Dude, who did the weapons for this movie. We're in the Far East, kind yeah. of. Yeah, we've yeah. got plenty of Asian folk up in here. Right. So there's probably a Kazugi in the background. Maybe not show, but Grandpa right. Kazugi. Great, great, right. great, great, great Grandpa Kazugi right. in here. Fashioning all kinds of weapons. They got catcher's gear. They had baseball back then, apparently. But they've got such fucking good armor. And we just see him just destroying people and the crowd going crazy. And he's eating it up. And he loves it. He's like, this is what I was born for. He's realizing, yeah, like, oh, my God. Like, this is life. This is life. I don't give a shit about anything. I don't want to go back to the wheel. I don't care what happens. I've been hurt. Don't give a shit. I want this. I want the applause. I want the money. I want the food. Well, he doesn't get the money. He's still a slave. Oh, yeah, but right. He gets, but he gets, uh, you know, well, this what happens is he's finally proven himself that he's real. He's someone to invest in. Right. So his master goes, I got, we got to take it to the next level. We're going to the Far East. He's going to learn how to become a master swordsman. So they wheel him out to the Far East, Master Kazugi there. Right. This oh this is did, where did Master you, Kazugi is yes maybe it was great great grandpa Kazugi and that great 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 grandpa runs the I don't I don't, I don't I didn't I didn't get the ancestry dot com on a, on this guy is it but this what did, did this remind you of something this scene this is our training session with our weapon master Jack Battler when we when he trains us in the sword yeah. He wears the same outfit. It was shocking how he had the exact same outfit, that main kind of lion's mane helmet thing. Yeah. And then when we mess up, he slaps our faces. He's always slapping he's us. He's always about perfect form. He kicked you in the dick like he did that guy who was smirking. Because Jack Belair is serious about the fucking violence. It's true, Jack. I mean, you when you talk to the guy, he's the sweetest person. If, yeah. you, if he uh, even says a word wrong, he apologizes for it immediately. But if you do not take your sword seriously around him, you don't respect kick the blade. you in the sword. Yeah, you, you don't respect the blade. You yeah. can feel the blade. Yeah, that's right. So very much like us, we're seeing Conan learn the blade, and he's loving it. He's respecting it. Right. We learn that. Like much like, because uh, basically at the end of the day, he's just like a fighting dog to this guy. Right. So what do you do with fighting dogs? You breed them to make other fighting dogs. So he, they get like female slaves, but he's a gentleman. Because when they, he, and we, when we learn that not only is he learning about war, he's getting taught how to read and write and like, you know, train the mind uh, yeah. as well. This is very interesting. They're like trying to create the perfect fucking, fu- like, He's thinking in, machine, yeah. He's thinking in 40 when all other fighters are thinking in 2D. Right. And so he's just constantly going to win because he's 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 learned. He's writing. Right. He's fucking scripting. And he also learned how to fucking doff his cap and, you know, put a nice jacket over a lady. He's going to learn how to fuck. Uh, this is interesting. Because not only does he have to learn, under, learn to fuck, you know... But I, I don't know. This whole this whole situation was weird. He you know, it made it made perfect sense to me because it's like those creepy dog breeders. I bet they sit and watch the dogs fuck too. You think that's it? Yeah. Because these guys are waiting to see the red rocket. Right. They want to watch this big 
beefy man, just plow this they're, slave girl. Maybe they're thinking he's so perfect, maybe he's got the tiniest micro dick. But maybe no. that's why they want to watch. I think they're just creeps. Uh, they're just fucking creeps. So this like I said, he's in a, he's basically locked in a cave. You know, so he's not a free man. This is where I'm like, no, he's still a slave. I'm not a prisoner. So even though they're they're making the perfect killing machine, he's still he's a he's a tool. He's a he's just a dog to them. Right. They force this woman in there. Take take right. her top off, I think. Yeah, they, she's just got like a loincloth. Yeah. And so he gets out a nice fucking uh fur, fur yeah. throws it over her shoulder, pats her gently, shows her to the back of the cage where there's some a little bit of privacy. It's a prison privacy. But do you think this is the first time he ever fucked? Could you see his reaction? No. But do you see his reaction when they brought the woman in? He was like, "Oh, oh, like he was like cuz he was reading a like a like a parchment well, a scroll. Murray, Murray, it might have been a while. <laughs> He doesn't get a lot of entertainment. Okay. He's been working. We did stun entertainment. It's just killing people. He's been working hard. Maybe he wants to play hard. He's working hard, all right, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, he makes sweet love to this woman. And he, so he's there probably, he probably has a million mini Conans out there. They're making that redheaded guy tons of money. Oh, definitely. But eventually. That's a good point. Eventually, the day that. comes, and this is where at least the guy, the redheaded guy, has some honor because he's like, I've made enough money off of you. I'm going to give you your freedom now. Yeah, what, can you help me understand the movie where the big line comes up? Is that where you're getting Oh, I, I, I thank, thank you. I totally forgot yeah, about yeah, that. I, yeah, I, so we're still in the East. Yeah. And he's fucking destroyed everybody. Because this scene was... He's got the fucking giant fucking belt on. Yeah, he's got the champion's belt. The six pounds of gold. Excuse me, strap. Yeah, and he's just... He's on display. He's on the table, sitting like cross-legged, lotus position. Dave Meltzer's there. Sir, I gave you nine and a half stars. Your sports entertainment worker of the year. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because everyone remembers this fucking scene. I can't yeah. believe I forgot it. I'm going by, I'm not even going, I'm so, Murray, I know this movie so well, I'm not even going by our notes. You're excited, I yes. get it. Your yeah. tail is wagging a little too hard <laughs> yeah. here. Just yeah. calm that down. I wish you would have taped it down today. So we got this like Mongol warrior dude. And he's like, what is best in life? Donna! And she's like, uh, uh, balconies, uh, long walks on the beach. Men with four inches from the ground. That's pretty good, but no. No. Conan, what is best in life? And, of course, the famous line. Crush your enemies. See them deliver them before you. And hear the lamentations of the women. Mm. And that is, that's that's another great just men's literature line. You're like, yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, so then we'll get back to, there comes a time where he's like, the guy, like the slave, <laughs> any slave owner can have any kind of honor. He does go like, look, this is what the conservatives are trying to tell us. If we work hard enough, we can get our freedom. Because these people were not slaves because they were prisoners. No, it was just because they needed a job. The real reason was because Conan tore his ACO. And he was like, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> and then they traded him to in Tampa the, Bay. In the, um, I, I, Found the novel to this movie uh, a few years ago, at a Second and Charles, and I read it probably recently. And it's a little different this scene in, okay. in that he basically escapes because there's, there's like an earthquake happens, oh, okay. and the guy like falls in a crevice, and Conan's like "fuck you" and like lets him die, and he just escapes. Oh. But in this one, it's more he's just like, "Look, you're too fucking badass." Yeah, he's well, yeah, he's like, "You've earned my respect. Like, you're not, you're no longer a dog. You're right. a fucking warrior. Like, you've earned me so much fucking money. 
I'm going to live so goddamn happily. I'm already 84 years old, motherfucker, right. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm ready to just go relax and fuck some bitches. Yeah, like, I got so much. I can get all the peaches I want. But like a, a fighting dog, this is all he knows. He's scared. He doesn't want to leave the guy. Because he's like, all I know is this world, and I love it. Yeah. I don't want to be free. This is that fucking, that's that mind fuck people Stock give, give the slaves. syndrome. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Go, go. He's like, it's like, you know, and you can see the tears showing in the redheaded guy's eyes. I eye mean, a storm even riles right. up, because why not? So he's, he's just set loose. He's like, you know, I've, I've used you enough. So then we see him. He's, he doesn't know what, all he's... <laughs> He knows he's like a babe in the woods. He knows nothing about survival. It's like watching a baby take the, you know, trying to walk. He's falling over himself. He like, could have at least took the manacles off him. You know, he did break the chain. He broke the chain. He left the manacles on, though. <laughs> right, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. So we see him being chased by wolves. And there's actually a blooper on the DVD where one of the wolves grabs him and almost like attacks Schwarzenegger. Oh, wow. Because he fucked up. Because there's this big carn uh, that he climbs up. Yeah, and he had like a fur, like like what was that cape? Called? A carn. A carn. Yeah, C A I R N. C A I R N. It's, a, it? it's like a burial kind of thing. Yeah, but the like the rock formation yes. and everything. Yeah, carn. Interesting. Yeah, and he, but it's just to him. It's just rocks to get the fuck away from yeah. the the uh, wolves. And in, in the blooper, they grab his cape and yank him off the fucking thing. And he's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like these wolves were out of fucking control. The guy had no idea what the trainer had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, that's and he's like, because like he's like as soon as they saw me running, their animal instincts took over. Yeah, and they were just. That's that's the drawback to practical effects. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get those fucking loonies. So he falls in this hole, and then we see this. This is like a tomb of an Atlantean king, and so we see this like eight foot tall like skeleton of this guy. Well, I mean, at first he kind of like calms himself. He gets his bearings again. Yeah. Come on, Murray. This is a big emotional <laughs> journey for him. I know you want to cut to him getting a sword here. <laughs> But he's like going this whole emotional journey because he sets himself up a little fire. Yes. And as he does that, he's like, I can fucking do anything. That spark is the hope just igniting in his heart. Right? Well, I think he says that more later on when he gets the sword. He's like, I can do anything. That's oh, yeah. what really. It, it's definitely. This is the first baby step. But right. still, it's like you start to see that little fucking pot boil. So obviously this was the tomb of a great king because he's got people that were buried with him in there and he's sitting upon a throne with this sword and uh, by the way i list i not only did i watch the movie i also watched it again with john milius and schwarzenegger audio commentary and schwarzenegger all he does he, he does a golden globes theater he just says what's you're watching he's just like me with a sword you know, he's like, he, he, he adds nothing like constructive about these. He's like, oh, yeah, man, that was great. He was, that woman's beautiful. And so he's like, he says, that. he's like, oh, look at that sword. He's going to pick up the sword. And so he, he grabs the sword. It's, I don't know why it was caked in like rock. I don't know what that was about, but he breaks it off and he's found the riddle of fucking steel again. And this is where he's like, I am I'm not, no longer scared anymore. I have steel in my hand. Right. And he just whispers into it. And I like this because it's phonetically the same, but you still change it. Because you got it wrong. I That's spelled not... crom with a K. That's not right. And Murray went through our notes and meticulously changed <laughs> well, it. Well, you only said it like three times. Yeah, yeah that's true. And like, yeah, don't disrespect crom, motherfucker. 
You're never going to get into Valhalla with that attitude. If you pronounce it, it's the same. No, okay. I don't know if you've what noticed. Do you, yeah, yeah, this, this is like the new form of like spelling. People have that. People, a lot of people have that kind of attitude. Like, well, it's phonetically the same. I don't need to know how to spell words. So oh, people no, no. can't write. I no. get if you're writing up a big old fucking letter, but hey, this is for our audio podcast. So, so then what's the deal? Why, why are you feeling insecure about me changing it? It is the proper... Oh, I'm just making a joke out of your mm. fucking uh, autism here. <laughs> autism. You you had to go through. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just uh, gotta get it you're right. Never, you're never gonna learn if you don't People do it. People wouldn't right. have known unless I did this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> First of all, everyone who likes this movie is like, yeah, fuck, fuck Griff. He's, he's right. I know Jack is. He's just like that piece of shit spelling it with a K. He's fucking Fuck probably him. on his knees right now. Like, oh, well, the Golden Globes boys, give me a new episode. Crom. So, all right. So now he's got, and he walks out, breaks, cuts the manacle off his fucking ankle, looks at those fucking wolves, and like, now it's my time to fuck you up. Next scene we see him, he's covered in wolf pelts. Oh, that's so good. So we a know what happened. Theater of the imagination, Murray. Right. We don't need a fucking scene of him chasing down wolves. Right. We don't need that. And uh, he's even got like a wolf sheath for his sword and everything. He should have had like a fucking wolf head helmet. Kind of that would have been good. Yeah. Now, uh, that would have made it obvious to me because I did not realize what happened there. <laughs> okay. I was like, what did he get his clothes? <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. Yes. And he just Crom. stumbles upon a, a sexy lady house. How else do you do these types of scenes? You know, you got to stumble onto some things. Right. And this woman. The, just as, you know, the fucking hoes do it. All right. This was obviously a chicken. She's looking to get a roost. Oh, it was totally. I was. I would totally have fallen in this woman's fog. She was totally playing uh, it off. Murray, yeah. I know you watched the Laserdisc version. Yeah. And the fog is just <laughs> bellowing out of her fucking house. Yeah. It's bellowing, too. <laughs> bellowing is the noise. What is it? Billow? Billowing, yeah. That's the that's You're the right. woo-hoo. Right. And I learned so much from being an idiot on this show. She's just like, come warm yourself by my fire. And he's like, all right, I'm all for I that. I brought up the blue oyster cult. She's so close. So he got him. He's still like, well, at this point, He's just been handed women, so he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of game right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just chomping on this chicken that she made him. Right. He's used to women being tossed at him and him having his way. So this is the first time where it's like, what? When do I take you now? Right. He's kind of nervous. Yeah. And he she's like, is. she's like being super sexy. She's like crawling around. And it, shit. it is like a junior high dance where yeah. the boys are all on the wall <laughs> and the girls are dancing, like looking at their crushes. I mean, awkwardly, because when you're 13 and 14, you look, everybody looks awkward. It's great. Just keep looking awkward. Uh, but yeah, she's crawling across the floor. Yeah. It looks like something out of an '80s hair metal video. I know that's why I loved it. She There's totally the, had that look. She has, Connie Katane couldn't have done it better. She no. has an eight by eight foot by three foot fire. Yeah, in her exactly. House. What do we know, Griff? Fucking by a fire is the ultimate fuck. Uh, yeah, I recognize this scene. John DeHart directed this scene. All right, can I get you crawling a little more on your knees, hands? Yep, that's good. And then she goes. She's like whispering stuff. So like. They, they said, the prophecy said, a great man from the north would come. He would crush the snakes. And that sets fucking like, snakes. He yeah. finally remembers. He's like, did it look like this? Was it two? Was the symbol two snakes 
head to head looking at each other with a black sun in the middle. He's like, exactly. He's like, I she said exactly. Exactly. Wow. I thought he had to fuck the answer out of her. Well, no, because what happens is he's like, where is it? And she's like, you need to earn that. Wow. So then the next scene. I thought she played hard cop. My memory's a little well, like foggy I said, here. I know this because she's in the. We're all in the fog. Well, I mean, Murray, she is living in a hovel in the middle of nowhere. Right. So I mean, that's premium grade A dick. That's not quite uh, Dolph Lundgren dick. Well, yeah, who has but that? But any port in a storm. Did I get right. that one right? Yeah. Okay. So the next scene is him plowing her, and she's feeling <laughs> it. Loving it. She's loving it so much. It, we learned that she, now he's a witch. She might be a werewolf. because yeah, I, yeah. Who knows what kind but of But while they're is. fucking, she's giving him vital deeds. She's like, Zamora. Go to Zamora. I completely re- just threw that in the trash bin <laughs> as, you know, sex talk. <laughs> no. I've said Zamora to a lot of women. Yeah. I'll, I'll, but this is a place in the Conan world. Oh, okay. So she's like, that's where you'll find. And then... She's getting fucked so good. It brings out the wolf in her. Her claws fucking come out. Her eyes fucking turn. Well, her leg starts kicking too. Yeah. And then I'm, I'll be honest with you. I would still finish before I would throw her <laughs> off because I'd probably be, I'd be into this shit. So yeah, it's just like, he can't have, this, this is his first time being with a real like Hellcat type woman. <laughs> I would be all into it. Literally yeah. Hellcat woman. Right. Well, what's the, what's the next well, time you're going to get to fuck a werewolf woman? You know, you just try it. <laughs> I would have finished. That's all I'm saying. But he's, he's new to this world. So he, <laughs> he grabs her, hurls her into that sexy sex fire. And guess what? It doesn't even burn her. She's behind the fire cackling. Yeah. And she turns into a ball of fire and just takes the fuck off, laughing all the way. She gets away. She she got his seed. So by your accounting of the situation, she came first. Yes. So Conan, so, of course, after being... He says, crumb with a C. And then we <laughs> cut away. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so he watches. He actually does a Sesame Street routine. He goes, C is for crop. Good enough for me. <laughs> so he watches her demon spirit, like, yeah. fiddle with every object on her fucking wall. Yeah. Shoot out the window. He looks out the window. A shooting star goes by. And he's like, fucking C-O-R-O-M. Crumb. And then he goes to sleep. Very he cr- just fucking sucks. Yeah, it was very cromulent. So, clearly, he came. Oh, yeah, okay. He, you, you, maybe he finished himself off. You never know. I mean, you got a fucking raging heart on, and you and the woman's done. You got a fucking release, dude. I'm pretty sure Your the balls fucking, will explode. Knowing That's a fact. Con- Come on. Knowing Conan and his life of murdering people, when he threw that woman in the fire, he just fucking came all over the place. They had to reduce that because they were like, this is not supposed to be an X-rated movie. Okay. I have a feeling that that first original shot was just full of semen everywhere. Oh, okay. Practical effects? Practical. Yeah. Arnold, they were like, Arnold, could you come all over the place? And he said, absolutely. Of course I can. <laughs> what are you, been, am I good in mind? Of course I can do I've that. been saving it for weeks, guys. Let's go. Uh, you get one shot. So. <laughs> it's a money shot. And so, yeah, he spends the night. He's like, fuck, it's cold out. I don't want to go out there. And he, he's going to leave. And they say, food. Give me food. And we see this guy huddled down. Like he's like chained to the house. He's, cha- 
Was it to the house? Well, whatever. He's chained to something. Because Con- I thought Conan just went on his adventures again. Oh. He's, he was. He got in the fog, too. Oh, of course he did. And he yeah. wasn't good enough. So he's like. She's not he- into Asians. <laughs> well, no, they say. She and, said it, not me. I'm just, yeah. she, I, she was she was, she was kind of Asian looking. I didn't. She she had like a you know, exotic kind of look. I couldn't her. tell I what she was. Yeah, well, she had her hair in her face most of the time, so it was hard. She was a woman. <laughs> yeah, she was a woman, and she might have been a demon. Okay, or a werewolf. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was a demon of sorts. I think she was a werewolf. That's my. She was a werewolf. Yeah. Did she curse him? No. Well, I don't know because I think some. Is a scratch? I thought it was a bite by a werewolf. Makes you can a scratch do it? She did scratch the fuck out of his back. That's true. I, well, was. you know, that's another adventure they could have had with Conan, werewolf Conan. Uh, hey, if they did just a completely like very anal, an, anal analogous, where where is it? Where it's like they don't connect completely. Anyways, fuck that. So he meets this guy. He's like, give me food, and he's like, no, I won't. You're you're, you're you look like you're fucked. He's like, I need strength. So the wolves will come. Yeah, you're fucked. And he's like, who are you? I am Sumatai. I am from Arcania. I am a thief and I am an archer. And he likes the cut of his jib. He's like, you're, I was going to leave you to die. And you just you stood up for yourself. I like that with very few words. Connor just by like, the way, I was play, this is played by Jerry Lopez, who was just a surfing buddy at John Millie's. He's not even an actor. He did good. Fucking John Millie says, like, I wanted a guy like my buddy Jerry. I was like, why don't I just fucking put him in? So he just put his buddy into this fucking role. What'd you think about him? He's great. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. I mean, he perfectly, he doesn't get a lot of lines, which I love. There's not a lot of lines in this movie, which is great. Perfect for this type of movie. I don't need fucking constant exposition and all that bullshit. It's the perfect ride. So Conan, like, Releases them and says, "Hey, let's be fucking friends." Let's oh go. yeah, this is this is the most lines they get right here. Right. I we just said that they got like no lines, and <laughs> well, okay. this is like their lines. Well, and also he probably need because he's a babe in the woods. He doesn't know like like uh, Subatai's been around the world, so he's like needs him to get to Zamora. Yeah, right. You know, he's never been in a city for Christ's sakes. So right. he like needs this guy to be his like interpreter in a way. It, it, it just happens to fall on him, and it's a guy who's a great warrior, and he's a great warrior. So he's like, "Oh fuck, this might work right. out." So they stop like for the night. They're making eating some more chicken. I don't know where they find these chickens. And uh, they got to get some small talk, get to know each other. So Supatai's like, "Well, what god do you believe in?" And then he's like, "You ever heard of Krom with a C? C <laughs> R O M?" And then Supatai's like, "I worship the four winds." And he's like. Ha! Crom laughs at your four winds. He's on mountain. He is on a mountain, and when I and he's like, when I die, I will have to stand before him, and I will have to prove that I was a lord of a valorous life, or I will be sent to hell. And then Subutai is like, mm, that sounds good, but the skies look down on the mountains. And he just dropped. He pulled out a microphone. He dropped it. Dropped it. And then Conan was like, he just like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I gotta look into this. Just dropped the rib bone. He was eating. Um. So, they show up in a, a, the first city, not Zamora. They're not in Zamora. They're working their way up. This is kind of an outpost, a hick kind of town. Yeah, hick town, definitely. And Hicks I want to point out the when they, they the scene where they're walking up. It's a fucking 
uh, mini model. scale model. Yeah. And it looks fucking amazing. It looks it's like really a real good. fucking scene. I didn't realize it was a mini model until yeah. you told like, me. Like, you don't, yeah, I didn't know until John Milia said it. On the, I thought they built a fucking like, mini yeah. city. They built so many other fucking cool right. structures. So it was like, yeah, they built another fucking cool-ass structure. So they're it go- explains why these scenes interior are so tight, though. Right. So he goes. They're going around asking everybody, "Have you seen this fucking cult?" They're eating various foods. He don't li- even know what they are. Lizard on a stick. There's a scene that got cut. John Milius plays the guy who came up with lizard on a stick. Oh. He, even he was like, "It didn't belong in the movie. I get to cut it because yeah. it was so silly." But you do see him Conan eating a lizard on a stick. But he was like, like as they're walking through. Wow. But the previous scene was them meeting John Milius. He's like, "This is the new thing. Lizard on a stick." And he was like, no, that was silly. I got that out. Nice. Good but, for him. Right. He shows him. Uh, but they're tech. eating. They're visiting the blacksmith. He's getting a sword work done. Well, they're checking everything. out. Like, Conan knows the riddle of steel. So he's like dinging it. Like, that. that's fucking bullshit. That yeah. ain't steel. They do a full eat, pray, love. Like, Arnold has figured out his whole life here. He's traveling. He's eating. And he's praying. He's teaching. He's the... Teaching the gospel of Crom to his new right. friend, C-R-O-M, Crom. Yeah, they, they, in this, they actually spell with a K in this, this fucking city. That's how little they know about Crom. That's right. And he's teaching them. Right. Guys, actually, I'm like the idiot Griff. C-R-O-M, Crom. You can remember by this little jingle. C-R-O-M, Crom. Wow, Crom it down. Right now. So, yeah, they're just, like they said, they're just going around. And then they meet this guy, this drug dealer. And the, which who was this guy was the guy who was the set designer for the movie. Oh, was he? Yeah, Fuck guy who came good. up with that great wheel of pain that had a function. Yeah, Murray saw hiding the fact that they were just running around the city asking anybody know about fucking snakes? <laughs> snakes? Anybody? Symbol here? Snakes? Hello? Two snakes looking at each other. Hello? Black sun, black moon. One girl, two snakes. And then this guy, he's just like, hey, I heard of it. Want to get high? And he's like, yeah, it's like I think at this point they're in Zamora. Well. Yeah, because he point, points they're, out they're the, in a city. He Zamora, points out well. He points out the tower, and it, before he offers drugs, he goes, yeah. "Uh, yeah, there's this new fucking cult going around, yeah, the, the Temple the, of Set." Yeah, and they are putting these towers up everywhere, and he right. points. They're franchising, over. yeah, yeah, they're franchising. They're the original McDonald's. Right. They look up, and there, they, there is a fucking giant tower, with like snakes. Real at the tower peak that of they it. built. That fucking was not a miniature. That was cool a real as tower. shit. Because they climb cool. up it later on. And that's actually what they climb up. Yeah. Fucking cool shit. God, I hate movies <laughs> nowadays. And he's like, yeah, the, and there's this, there's a, there's a, something called the Eye of the Serpent inside of that thing. And they're like, ooh, because Subatai is a thief, so he's interested in that. Right. And they're like, we might need to check this out. Right. And I mean, before- we got to remember Conan's event, uh, motivations at this point. He's Revenge. looking for Tulsa. Revenge, that's it. That's it. All he lived so, for. It's all that kept him alive. So it's like whatever he can take up along the way, he's like, I'm looking for the snake cult. So his motivation is simple as, well, that's snake. There's an eye of a snake. He wants to go there. I'm going to go there. Well, yeah, because you got to realize this was 20 years ago when this happened to Conan, and they were just a, a roving gang. He doesn't know that Thulsa Doom had plans, and he was building something. Right. So he's just like, this is as good a place as any to fucking Right. Yeah. He doesn't even need it to be about his objective. Yeah. He's just like, I'm fucking grasping at straws here. Right. I don't care. I'm fucking I don't know. Drunk. What am I going to do with my life? He's basically like, an 18, 20-year-old kid just going yeah. around like, hey, maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm eat, praying, loving my way. So he's just going revenge. along with Supertight. Supertight, when he heard about the Eye of the Serpent, this jewel, he's like, 
I like that. So yeah. he's just going along with him. Right. Exactly. That's what I said. He's eat, pray, love, revenge. Well, he, he's going to love up in the next uh, coming up. He's, well, yeah, but he's, he's eating and praying right now. He's also revenging too. Yes. So that that is his four course meal. This is a four course movie. That's his four course motivation. Before they leave, it's hey man. Would you like to try some black lotus? Fuck that. Last time I was in Zapata, I got some shit. Yeah, like, Zapata is like, that better be oregano, motherfucker. Yeah. That better be real black lotus. I got knocked out. There better not be any fucking stems and seeds in that shit. It better be pure. He's like, would I give stems and seeds to a slayer like you? And he looks over and fucking Arnold's flexing his pecs and everything. And he's like, it's all right. Buy the lotus. He's never and had the, the lotus. The, the neck, and he and boys, he not had it because he's fucked up. Next scene, they are fucked up. Just hanging out in the shitty part of town. Some guy's fucking a llama in the background. It's awful. I flash back to a certain movie we can't talk about. <laughs> oh, awful. Punch bumps into a camel, punches it, knocks it out. Everyone remembers that gag. Yeah. And now after they they the next day, I'm guessing they you know because they had to fucking sleep this shit off. Black <laughs> Lotus is powerful shit. They go, they're ready to fucking the Tower of Set, the Temple of Set. I didn't even think they waited a day. I thought they just went straight to the tower. <laughs> I get, there's no way they could climb up a fucking tower high as they were. It's from what I understand, it because I did not see that sunrise, there they someone points out, hey, you're talking about that tower over there. I don't know how the fuck you're going to get up that tower. I, I, I can't believe a high Conan could have climbed that tower. I don't know. But they go straight over that tower, and it's still night. So this night, that night, who cares? They're and there. And then, hey, they're not the only person who heard about this Eye of the Serpent. Yeah, they're being careful because they think there's going to be guards down there. Yeah, and who do they bump into? Valeria, who is from one of the original stories. She nice. was the girlfriend of Conan. Uh, hey, it's a Hollywood movie. You got to get right. a love interest. So this is where we meet Sundal Bergman, who plays Valeria. She's a thief. Uh, um, Millie's picked her because she's a dancer, and he wanted that like those. And she does it well. These like life kind of cat like movements she does. You know. Yeah. No, she does that well. Yeah. And so uh, she's just like, hey, I'm I'm want to fucking steal this thing too. Why don't we work together? Right. She's also kind of just. In it to be a fuck. Like, what was her motivation in here? What was she after in here? She's just a thief. Wasn't she? Oh, she wasn't looking for her sister. She was no, just a thief. She's just a thief. She's just after money. Well, she money. explains later on. She's had this hard fucking life. She's just been struggling right. to survive. You're right. For some reason, I thought there was a sister connection here. No, there's no sister connection. That makes her motivation even better for me. I right. like that she's just a thief. Right. So she's just like, and her line is, do you want to live forever? She always says that. So they climb up the fucking tower, real tower. They're climbing up, get to the top, and it's got, it's hollow in the middle. It's like a well that goes down the entire middle of the tower. Right. And it's got the, I don't know why there's this pulley system. I, guess, I don't know why they're moving, I guess. Well, I mean, how, like, this well had to be fucking huge. Like, what is the structure that they're working into? Because there's a whole fucking temple, and then there's a whole pit below. I Yeah, I think the snake pit was underground. That's what my... Yeah, it's was. like a whole fucking silo right. that's and happening So this here. is Rexor's franchise. Yes. So he, you know, like, fucking Falsa patted him on the back and said, I want you to go off and do your own thing. Go to yeah. Zamora. Get that franchise started. You gotta start. You're you're basically a fucking warrior priest out there. You right. know you're gonna. He's a paladin. He's a paladin. Thank you. Oh, you God, go. someone's been studying their D and D. 
Can I get ready? I'm excited for this episode. I get ready. I do my research. You do your research. Well, when it's your favorite movie, (laughs) you do your research. That's exactly. (laughs) Shit I couldn't give a fuck about. I might glance at IMDb. Uh, Mattingly had a rough week of scrubbing us down, getting all that filth off us from that missing episode. (laughs) So they head down the, the, the shaft. And Valeria's like, look, I'll case the place. You guys go down further. I'm going to, like, make sure nobody knows you're, like, in here. Yeah. So she, like, gets off in the middle section where we see we see Rexor. He's, like, in his trance thing. We got these his acolytes around yeah, him. that's where he's got, like, his whole fucking uh, temple structure set right. up. He's got, like, religious, you know, and Like every bullshit. great cult, hot chicks. That's what you want. Come on. This guy should look straight out. He looked like Matt Pike straight up. Or <laughs> Matt Pike straight up high on fire. Serpents. Uh, hello, yeah. Snakes of the Divine. Yeah. This movie probably inspired that of album. Of course it did. Yeah. It did? Yeah. I'm sure. Of course. Uh, of, course of course it it's, did. It's an influence. It had this. to yeah. be. So, of course, the guy looks like right. Matt Pike. Right. And so he's up <laughs> or there. Or Matt Pike looks like him. Or him. Exactly. You're right. And so he's up there doing the fucking Snakes of the Divine riff. I'm sorry. I... I haven't listened to that too long. <laughs> yeah. I love this. So, yeah, we see they're going to do a sacrifice. There's a woman, and she's like in a hypnotic state, too, because that's what snakes do. They get that kind of... Right. Leave. I mean, everything we know, and uh, Aladdin even taught me that, and uh, Lady and the Tramp taught me that, too. Disney, thank you. Okay. You're anti-Semitic fuck. <laughs> right. Henry Ford was a was one of Hitler's favorites. You I learned that learned fact. That? Yeah. I just lo- I never knew that. And I saw a quote where the Detroit News in 1931 interviewed him, and he was like, Henry Ford is my fuck boy. I love this man. I keep all of his printings on my wall behind me. It's good, good history lesson. Don't we have just a great history? Yeah. Well, you know, live and learn. Live so and learn. Conan and Subatai go down to the ground level where they – I guess assume the eye of the serpent will be and good look guess what? It's there. It smells like shit. You see what I pointed out, it's like, what the fuck is going on? It here? smells like a fucking circus, carnival, horse riding show, rodeo. <laughs> yes. All those things have a lot of shit. So. Yeah. so and there's like a little tunnel off of the well that they go into, which is the serpent's lair. Well, oh. might as well. And there's like an altar there with the fucking eye of the serpent Why on it. Why would you keep it in the shit pit? Because they worship the snake. Why was it near the snake? Because he worshipped him. So the snake had to be near the jewel? Yes. To protect the jewel? Yes, that too. Was it always mutual? It was like the snake wants to be near the jewel? Probably, yeah. Okay. And so there's this gigantic snake wrapped around it, sleeping. Our heroes do not see this, by the way. Yeah, they do. They see the snake. Oh, they did? Oh, that's why they kept so quiet? Right. Oh. So the snake snake is... Conan's working on his thieving skills. Did He's they like, name the snake? Yeah, yeah, it was Phil. Phil? Yeah, yeah, I know. Not, not very. It deserved to die. <laughs> hey, we got a friend named Phil. Hey, I love show. Phil, huh. but snakes named Phil does not work. Okay, what would you? What would Trident. You Trident. After the gum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after the gum. Juicy fruit. I <laughs> named it Juicy Fruit. Anyway, he sees he's licking his lips. He sees that eye of the serpent, this gigantic fucking ruby or some shit. I don't know my fucking gems. It was like a red, shining glitter. Yeah, we're not gem cutters. We're not what's it? We're a, men. We're men, not men don't like jewels. from from uh, Rockford Files. R.I.P. <laughs> we lost poor Angel. Yeah. 
All right, so he grabs some of the shit off the altar, and he's like, finally going for that final gem, the Eye he of the did, Serpent. Yeah, he did the And he's so excited. He starts profusely sweating. He did the Indiana Jones. He waited it He didn't out. know he didn't even do that. He just took it. He, oh, he just took it? Yeah. I thought I saw There's him. no trap. It was just him taking it. The trap is the fucking snake. Oh, I thought I saw him with something. Okay. No, what happens is... He takes it. What happens is Griff drifted off again while doing notes. And he's sweating because he's fucking nervous as shit. There's a gigantic fucking snake. I thought they were completely oblivious to the snake. No, because the sweat drips on the eye of the fucking snake, waking it up. On the eye? Yes. So you see, like, you see the snake guy, like, expands. And he's just like, he hands the fucking jewel to Subutai. He's like, I'm going to clean up. Don't worry. And then he's, as he's walking out... He sees that fucking the logo of Doom, the that amulet, fucking, which he's so now he knows. Like he didn't, he had an idea that Tulsa Doom had something to do with this, but he now it's concrete because he sees the logo, right? Because Doom was all about branding, franchises and branding. If you were to get he was one original ta- Ray Kroc. If you were to get one tattoo, would it be this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. And so it is a cool design. Though. I was gonna say it's vague enough where people probably would. Should not I just get it, it like right on my chest, like? Right if you center. wanted it for you, that's definitely the place. If you don't want to yeah. hear obnoxious people ask you, what does that mean? That's what you do. Okay. So uh, the snake wakes up, grabs him, and very silent fight because they had to keep quiet. They had- the shit's still going on. We see the girl, the sacrifice swaying. She's just in a trance. Yeah, she seems to be very into it. Again, this is... Yeah. she just- want- This is an honor for her to die for this... You know, right, this, this is like some of those Southern Baptist churches yeah. when they start going into tongue and everything. Pentecostal. What is it called? Pentecostal. Pentecostal. They take God. up serpents. Those they, words they- don't work with my tongue and my brain. And they drink strychnine and they speak in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's doing the she's, whole. She's speaking in tongues. She's doing the whole theater. Matt Pike's playing the fucking tar riffs. It's fucking great. So they can't hear the destruction happening below them. And then well, find, that's the good thing about snakes. They're silent. Right. Slither. So did we get into Conan finishing the snake yet? Well, no. So okay. he grabs it by the head and he stabs it through the bottom of the, the jaw up through the head so the mouth can't open right but it's this still- was a this was i mean i get it it was practice this was a, the, the, the practical effects were okay it wasn't that great the snake was kind of eh. this snake obviously because they needed something fucking ginormous and, they, they, and they had something the problem was they did have something ginormous and they couldn't fit it all into that set oh. so they had to cut it in half Oh, okay. So it, it, the problem is he's got the sword through the mouth and everything, but it's still constricting him, and it's breaking his bones. And he pins the head against the wall. Subutai comes in starts shooting arrows He doesn't the pin the head against the wall. I well, thought. he's holding it against the wall, so Subutai yeah. oh, can okay. pin it. Yeah, yeah, he's forcing it against the wall, and then Subutai sees his moment, and he goes full fucking Robin Hood mode. Fling, 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 fling. Right. And What's the elven guy? Gandalf? No. Uh, Legolas? Legolas. Legolas. He goes full Legolas for you fucking hobbit nerds out there. (laughs) Yeah. God damn it. And uh, then Conan chops the head off because it's pinned now against the wall. So they take off. They take off and... They're oblivious above. Those riffs are so sweet that they're just mesmerized. I mean, come on. I think at this point they're playing Frost Hammer. That's what I think. (laughs) Frost Hammer. But but it was still a great riff. If I cared enough, maybe I do. Let's see. What time are we at? 127? Let's see if I care enough to do it. This is the easy. And so then nice. the girl dives down, and she's like freaking out because she's like, I'm supposed to be eating right now, and the snake is dead. And Rex, you're pissed. 
He's like, this is my pet, dude. He was like one of those weird fucking snake guys. I just love this because this girl does a fucking dive like 25 She would have broke her back because she I just know. fucking. She yeah. gets down there and she screams. I'm like, yes, of course you're screaming. <laughs> you just landed on like dirt, straw, and shit. <laughs> and she's screaming because the snake's head got cut snake off? Snake is dead. Was she, yeah, that was the great honor for her was to be eaten by the snake, and what, now it's not going it to happen. Was it supposed to be a situation where the snake knew and ate her before she fell, or is the snake a bitch like most snakes where you have to feed them dead mice? Wait, no, I think oh. you're supposed to let them be alive so yeah. they can hunt. Right, they like it fresh. They like it fresh. Yeah, I think the, 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 the thing is the snake's going to eat when he wants to eat her. You know, she, if she, which probably she might broke her back with that fucking fall she did. She definitely broke her back. So There's no she's way just going to have to lie there and wait for the snake to come get her. In and agony. you know snakes are cr- cruel animals. They probably right. would toy with her. Yeah, they probably would laugh at her for a while. I don't know how laughs la- snakes laugh. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> So anyway, they get away. But meanwhile, we forgot to mention that Valeria knocked out an acolyte and put her robe on. So she's yeah, like, okay, disguised. yeah, we did mention because did she that. just she was just a slave to the rhythm too. She's like, those riffs. Oh my god, the women they love a guy with a guitar. They do. It doesn't matter if he has a big old pot belly and he's smoking a shit ton of pot. They love it. <laughs> Tat- so covered the, in tattoos. Our boys are fucking climbing, climbing up the ropes. God, I'm the, listening to High on Fire. The, the the uh, the guards see them. Valeria like cuts, kills them before they can like shoot arrows at our boys. And then they do the nice thing where she ties the one end of the rope around the guard, throws him down. It pulls her up. Counterweight. She knows her fucking physics. So right. well, she's a master thief herself. What we learned. We know that Conan's been studying the books, the parchments, the boobs, the butts, the blade, everything with bees. He's got it. Yeah. We also know that she studies the physics. Well, she learned from the street at the School of Hard Knocks. She did, but still, she knows the physics. She so knows get, the geometry. She they wants get to on. the top. They see there's a pool. There's no way they could have landed in this pool. It was too far away. But it hey, it's, far. it's a movie. And who knows how deep it is? She's like, hey, she's crazy. She's a crazy chick. She's like, you want to live forever? And just dives off. And they're like, fuck, you might as well follow her. Might as well. So they dive off and they get away. And now it's party time. We so, know that Rexor was all, like we said, Rexor, Matt Pike was the priest of the. So we see some, I'll get you kids. You fucking kids and your dog. So they're, they go party because that's what you do after you had a great mission. And they're just spending money. Buying you. We get a nice scene where Conan is with Valeria, and she's like, she wants that high of the serpent. Women love those fucking glittery jewels. He's got his mug right up to his face. She's staring he's down watching at her. her. He's, she, but he's got like a smirk at face. He's like, because he's oh, yeah, no, he doesn't care about this shit. Billy Drago, like you said, yeah, is yeah. doing so much work here. Billy Drago, however much you got paid for helping Arnold through this movie where he said two lines, great job. Because that smirk was perfect. That's all I needed for this scene to understand that Arnold is so into this fucking woman. Right. He's, he's smitten. He's had so many women thrown at him. He's never been. This is a woman his equal. That's what it is. Like she, He's just had sex with slave women or like evil werewolf women. Right. And like he's probably only fucked like slaves or prostitutes. So he's never had like he's never. Right. And he's never, like, he's obviously, you know, he's a learned soft boy. I mean, he's a hard boy, but he's a soft boy at the same time. Like, he's not into this, like, I'll fuck a woman if she's thrown at me because, you know, I'm a fucking slave myself. But now that he's a free man, 
He's not into fucking women, you know, that are thrown at him. And here he is. First days out there. Baby boy gets his first steps, and he finds a woman that he is just completely enamored with. Right. And she, he stops her from stealing the Eye of the Serpent, and then he hands it to her. Yeah, he rubs it over a wrist. Which, right. God, the most sensual thing you can do. Oh, man. Just rub, yeah, rub an any, object. Any valuable object on a woman, and right. they'll come for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, if your girl's into anime mouse pads, just rub that right over the top of the wrist. And That'll cure carpal tunnel, too. So they take it to the bedroom, and we get a very sensuous sex scene. Oh, my God, Murray. Yeah. I see what you gave it on the Swedes scale. Oh. Gave it a... F- Did he give it a four, or... No, Murray. Okay. It's a four-course fuck. Oh, yeah. Music. Fuckable music. Movements. Sexual movements. Fire. Sexual choreography. Oh, <laughs> sexual choreography. And, of course, passion. Exactly. He's not fucking her. He's making love. This is the first time he's ever made love in yeah. his life. He is looking the woman in the eye, and she's not turning well, away. Because this is the thing about Conan. He probably, he's a sensitive soul he who is. is thrown into a world of violence and cruelty. 100%. And it hardened him. Like you said, he was a puppy mill dog. Yeah. He was had women thrown at him to fuck for the purpose of making more Conans. Right. And now the first time a woman's like, give me that fucking dick. Very romantic way of saying it, yeah. Well, Murray, it's barbaric and, times, and she's yeah. a thief, and he's a fucking warrior. So, yeah, so they have a very sensual sex scene. It's great. The the strings in here. It's the music. Well, B- Basil Pullet, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but... The, Great fucking soundtrack, man. Great fucking soundtrack here. Mondo, you probably already put this music, this record out there. If but you don't, I'd like it. Yeah. I, I wanted to buy it from the fucking uh, comic shop, but I had to buy Destroyer, Conan Destroyer 2, and I, I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for Destroyer. Oh, both of them? Yeah. Because oh. they knew only one, and only, only one anyone would want would be the original soundtrack. When so. was this? fucking years ago oh okay you know and of course they wouldn't break it up for me because they're fucking assholes was it our comic shop yes those fuckers yeah i'll keep an eye out for you yeah. i haven't been vinyl shopping in a long time but i'll keep an eye out so all right it just they're still just partying but eventually partying gets old so they're like hung over they're i'd just, like that yeah because this is supposed to be like this is supposed to like clip some kind of time right yeah yeah and so they're they're joining the party, but they've become the boring suburb, you know, cool people. You know, they're the twenty right. four year olds in the fifty year old suburbs. Right. And it's like, yeah, we have the nice community and the nice schools and everything, but we're we're kids. We're drinking amongst fifty year olds. It's boring. Right. So boring that Conan just passes out in his oatmeal. He's eating oatmeal. Plain oatmeal. He doesn't even put a little brown sugar or no. anything on it. We're used to him in the wild, eating right. wild animal off the bone over a spit. Then guards show up. We're like, uh-oh, they're coming for him. Fuck, they found out he stole the Eye of the Serpent. Because fucking Valeria's wearing the Eye of the Serpent as a necklace, for fuck's sake. She's just throwing it out there. Yeah. I love this because we get the voiceover. We get uh, the wizard. The good times like... The pussy might make your dick hard, 
but they'll make your brains soft. And soft were their brains because right. they get taken before King Osric, the king of Zamora, played by Max von Sydow. And he is like this old king, and he he they bring him before them. He's like, where is your friend? We're thinking that they're just completely fucked yeah. at this point. Well, they think they're completely fucked. Right. And he's, they're, they're, they're like, you know, covering for Subatai. They're like, oh, he got hit by lions. He's he like, got hit by lions. And he's like, oh, really? They bring out Subatai. He's like, I hate by lions. <laughs> you motherfuckers. You think you can come into my fucking city and run? Fuck, Rexor's been giving me shit endlessly about this robbery. You might. You guys are fucking awesome. You I love it. Fucking awesome. I love what you're doing. The fucking Rexor's a fucking prick. I hate these fucking Temple of Set people. I got a proposition for you. I am a man. Who appreciates a nice fuck. And these people are out here with their snakes. And they're throwing them all around. I fucking hate it. I want you guys. My daughter got into Well, the- first he points out. He pulls out this fucking awesome fucking uh, dagger. It's like, yeah. it's like two blades shaped like snakes. Straight out of? I don't Time know. cop. <laughs> That's the time cop dagger, man. Oh, that was- guy went back in time to Conan time. <laughs> Install the, the dagger. I- he got the idea. Guys, him. if you want to go ahead and get the full course meal here, you would go back and watch Time Cop, listen to our episode, then watch Conan the Barbarian, then listen to this episode. And he's like, again, a boy killed his father with this fucking blade, throws it down, sinks in the wood. And he's like, not only that, he's like, my fucking daughter fell in with these hippie cultist motherfuckers. Of course she would. Rock and roll, live young, die young. Live, live fast, die young. <laughs> live young, die young. Well, technically, you do live young and die young. It's in that true, scenario. It's so, true. It's like, he's, he's, he's like, he, he's like, and I'll pay you. He, they put these big goblets full of rubies. Like, take it all. I don't fucking care. Because there comes a time when the jewels lose their sparkle, when the gold loses its luster, and all you have left is a father who loves his child, and I want you to rescue my child. She's fucking in the thrall of Thulsa Doom. I want you to get her for me. And they're like, well, we can do that. They kind of nod at each other and everything. Yeah. We don't exactly know what they're full Conan's all in be. because he wants to get revenge. Well, yeah, but the other guys are kind of like, this is pretty, I don't know I want to get fucking involved with this shit. So I believe it's this night. I need, I, I'm pretty sure I need some help here because Vale, of course, she's in bed and, you know, they have a glamorous room and everything at the King's Suite. Tons of pillows. Tons, tons of pillows. The shrimp. The shrimp tower, the seafood tower that they have here is fucking fantastic. And she, like, for probably the first time is, like, vulnerable with him. And she's just like, look, I've had a shitty life my whole fucking life. I finally find my ride-or-die guy. I don't want to lose you. I This is too dangerous. Let's just fuck. Let's take the fucking rubies he already gave us and fucking go somewhere else and live fucking large. Right. I don't want to lose you. This is dangerous. And Conan's like... You know, just taking it all in, and he's staring at that fucking that that uh, Thulsa Doom logo that he stole from the the temple. Right, the amulet. Yeah, it's like made out of jade, and he's just like he's he's kind of telling her what she wants to hear. Well, he's not, he, I don't think he says anything. He's he just does like, not say anything. He embraces, but he speaks her. with his eyes. So he just Billy Drago's his eyes. It, Eye acting is amazing. Billy Drago, your work on this movie is a fans has. It's been so long since we've done a Billy Drago. <laughs> 
most people are probably like, what the fuck is a Billy Drago again? So we probably should cover that. Uh, uh, cover that. Soon. The master of hand acting. Yeah, exactly. So our great Grinch over here. Thank you, Tim. Um, it so, is the season. It is the season. So yeah, so he, she thinks she's gotten through to him. He's still staring at that thing, and yep. then he was cut away. Next, he day. embraces her, and it's like that's right. it. That's that's right. his verbal or uh, 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 nonverbal, nonverbal agreement. Right, but he's also embracing that logo. Yeah. So next day she wakes up. He's gone. Just the amulets waiting there for right. her. And no, she, he brings the amulet with him. What does he leave? He leaves the snake eye jewel for Yes. Him. That's it. And so he's heading. He heard tales. Because uh, Osric did tell him, in the east, the mountain of power is, is Salsa Doom's base. Yeah. So go to the east and find him. Yeah. And So Conan, we just see him traveling for several days alone. No super tie. No Valerie. Mm-hmm. Va- wait. Valeria? Valeria. Valeria. Um, he's asking anybody who passes by. This is kind of what we learned. Pulls out that these. talisman, that yep. thing, and we. This is all montage style, so he pulls right. it out, and people are shrugging at him. Great Billy Drago hand acting. I think Billy Drago was one of the peasants, but I couldn't tell. Makeup was great. <laughs> he would have been a great like wizard for Thulsa Doom. Oh, I like the wizard they have here already, yeah. though. Uh, but no, for Thulsa Doom, yeah, that would have well, been good. Had, well, he's. Billy Drago looks like a snake. Like he would have be to have the guy the, escorting like the the concubine uh, bitches and everything into the room or something. Come here, come here there. So yeah, he's searching around, and then he stumbles upon these dirty hippies, the children of doom, and they're like they got the tambourines and everything, and look like Hare Krishnas, right? And they're like, oh yeah, we know the fucking mountain of power. It's right over there. We get all this inf- us. information through that great fucking uh, wizard voiceover. He found some children of doom who knew where to go. Exactly. <laughs> and this is where we meet. A, Can't the, even compete. With this it. is where we meet the voice we've heard throughout this movie, Akiro, the wizard. Right. Because he he finds like it's like a Stonehenge like cemetery kind of thing. I didn't know what this was. It was ginormous. Pillars of rocks, right. like Stonehenge. Sticking. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like Stonehenge. So, but was it a cemetery? Because there was a lot of corpses and everything around right. here. Right, it was some kind of like weird graveyard. Because there's also mon- spirits around. Monument here. Yeah. that's like paying tribute to past warriors and everything. They're still in their armor and all that. Right. So it's very much like a site that Conan's passing by, and he's like. I'm not touching any of this shit. Even though I stole a sword from an Atlassian... Uh, Atlantean, yeah. Atlantean earlier, but whatever. I'm leaving all this shit alone. And he keeps wandering through where he finds like a little open fire in a hut. Right. And this is where we meet Akiro the wizard, and played by Mako. And he's like, oh, you're a great warrior. What are you doing here? And he's like, I'm looking for the like Thulsa Doom, this temple, the, the, the uh, temple of Set. Mountain of Power, do you know it? Oh, yes, I know it. Too sweet to be sour. He's like, what? And then so he's like, let's rest yourself this night with me, warrior. So they they make a fire, and he's telling little exposition dump. He tells us about these funny doings on this mountain, and all these people are going for it, and no one ever comes back out and all this shit. And he's like, you might, warrior, you might be in too deep. You might not want to do this. Yeah, he's trying... Like, to give a little background on the wizard here, too, because he's so close to Thulsa, and none of them bother him. And he's like, it's too fucking windy for him. 
They're bitches. But fire will never burn here. Yeah. And even though he's got a fire going, because <laughs> he's a wizard. Exactly. So the next day, Conan's got great fucking plans. Like, I'm going to dress up like these hippies, and I'm just going to sneak in. I'm not even going to wear my... I'm going to ride a camel, because a hippie would ride a camel. He yeah. wouldn't ride a horse. We just opened up this scene, and we slowly have a camera crawl up uh, Arnold, and it's like, that's not that's not a fucking warrior's outfit. You yeah, you look like a fucking hippie. And they, they make him a perfect like hippie sissy. He's like, any flowers here? And it's like, here, they grow here. So he grabs some flowers. Like, I look like a sissy. I'll fit right in. Yeah, and even... You know he's fucking swole as fuck. I thought it was the wizard who asked him, what are the flowers for? And he's like, a, the girl. That was the joke. Actually, so right. he fall, he meets up with all these people filing into the... Well, they're waiting for the... the yeah, they they're, ju- they're, there's just a gathering. Yeah, I'll, It's a <laughs> gathering of the... <laughs> the Snickelos. Snickelos. And so he... Thosalos. The Thosalos. <laughs> <laughs> he gathers with the Thosalos. They're spraying a fucking moon mist all over Patchouli each other. Patchouli everywhere. It's, Patchouli, uh, Rock and Rye, uh... Moon mist. I said oh, moon going, mist already. Uh, red well, pop. There's red pop. Yeah. And yeah. All the other ones are very there's generic. This, they're just chanting family. Oh, 40, family. we have 40, 60. Okay. Hey, wait, is it 60? No, it's 60, know. 40. That's our grapefruit soda. That's good. I like that. I know that one is actually good. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, they're just hanging out, waiting for the invitation of the party, the great orgy at the Mountain of Power. Mm, the great too orgy sweet in the sky. Oh, we've been fighting for. Tower of Power. Tower of the Power. Too sweet to be sour. And then some priests come out, and they start handing out robes to these dirty, grimy hippies. And Conan sees it, and he's like, no, those robes aren't good enough for me. And it just so happens that one of the priests... Well, but, Billy Drago, this is the role he this, should Yeah, this would have been good. Uh, so we notice that the priests, they're also wearing white, but they have like this special hat with the droodles that go down their chest. Like long noodlies. Oh. You see? They're <laughs> good at fashion. Yeah. So they have a hat with a pointed head and long ear thingies that go all the way down their chest. And so Conan realizes these are the people. These are the priests. These are the people that get closer to the top. Right, so I need that guy's fucking wardrobe. And this guy is like, my boy, you are too well-dressed. And he opens... No, because he's supposed to put on the white robes of the acolytes, but he pretends like... I'm scared. I'm nervous. I don't want to see my dick. Right. And he's like, you have a beautiful body. Yeah. This Rips g- open the no, fuck. Exposes y- those packs. He's rubbing some fucking pack oil in there. Pack this jelly. guy is like, if you if you really need to talk about your problems, you can talk to me. You can confide in me. You should be proud of this body. Yeah. He just took the little glimpse at his uh, packs, and he's like, you should be proud of this body. And he's like, can we talk in private? And so it is uh, an unfortunate time where you couldn't have any gay nods at all. So this is the wink of a nod that this man is obviously a demand. And Conan realizes it. And What's the, what's the matter with that? I don't know what the matter is. As far as he knows, he's having a consensual sexual experience with a big, large, muscular man. Right. No. Honestly, the other guy, I mean, he's in a cult, but still, it's like he's the well, guy. That's guy. a very uh, a d- a diverse cult. They let everybody in. Yeah. This is very true. Well, when the cult is, we want more people here to die, 
I think you but are welcome is, to everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's got, yeah, you got to replenish the fucking well. Did you know Tulsi Gabbard's in a cult? Yeah, I don't want to talk about Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, good call. So, so, <laughs> he takes him around like a rock, beats the guy up. It's like, it's you know, it's like okay, this guy's like Billy Drog. He's scrawny as fuck. He puts the if the the, the like. Is it made by unstable molecules like Look, Fantastic Four? Like no, everybody wore loose fitting. One clothes. size fits all robes. It's, it's always just very drab, and then the belt helps cinch it in. It's no big deal. You're worrying too much about this. Well, no, this is you know who should be worrying is about this awful plan that Conan comes up because his plan is I'm just going to show this talisman I stole from the fucking you know okay. temple of Set. That's his ignorance coming full bloom. So he shows because there's like. That you got to pass through like a different area. So he shows right. it to the first guy, okay. and the guy looks at it, and he's just like, "There's something wrong about that." So he shows up. Okay, I'm gonna do a quick three second recap here. He shows up with the camp with all the death cult people. He sleeps there at the night. He wakes up. There's the whole ruckus. He gets in with the cult. He beats up the guy, gets the robe, and then everybody throughout this day is being ushered uphill, Toward and the power, yeah. all the people in just the white are. Set at on the hillside, downhill, well, and everything. There, and the, yeah, there's this amazing staircase with like it, a temple on the top. We've been talking about it, and this is where you really get to see that fucking perfect set. Right, and this was a genius idea because this is what I I believe what they're trying to do. Like instead of building this gigantic, like. Uh, palace or whatever that's also doing with being they make it look like the staircase goes into the mountain yes so you don't it's, need to like spend all this money i swear this is like the inspiration for shit like burning man like this is so fucking good in the middle of nothing there's no civilization anywhere and then there's this amazing structure and they took their time they built these snake sculptures and then like every third step and everything it is so fucking good and then like you said with the camera work and everything they can make it look way more magnificent than it is right. like it's leading in the mountain and then we see later that they go into the mountain cave to get like into this whole structure so they right. help build that illusion Lord of the Rings style of like this is one big giant connected thing. Right. It's so good. Right. Without CGI. Yeah. And so they he has to go through certain check marks because like the priests that he's pretending to be are only allowed on the the structure itself. So he's thinking this is like his his ID card, his, his backstage pass, if you will, the fucking talisman. It, it's kind of weird because it's like he got the fucking whole priesthood hat to get up there, I thought. Right. But then he's so fucking cocky, he rips off the amulet because, again, like you said, he thought right. this will get me even closer. Right. And, uh, and we all know yeah. like that that was stolen for Rexor's temple and so we see rex or thorgrim come out of the the top of the staircase and they cause they got word from some guards like that guy that fucking robbed you he's here yeah so they go down they play it cool they acting like they don't know everybody's play you see them like scurrying for a minute the concern even though he's got a full mask there, on. there was <laughs> that nice scene where uh conan's staring into the water and they're like what do you see and he's like uh infinity infinity and they're like hmm, yes you can go on man yeah like, you know. Dude, oh my god, this is so good. So then our man Thulsa comes out to give his promo, and he's fucking like, who do you love best? Can you dig it? He's just fucking killing it. 
And then... Is there anybody here who does not believe in the power of the snake? And that's the, the cue to fucking Thorgrim and Rexor. Well, everybody starts cheering, No! Yes! There! And he points him out, and right. then he's grabbed. And we do get a nice scene of uh, the, the obviously mesmerized Osric's daughter. She's got, like, snakes in her hands. It's a nice scene. She, like, does a pose with it. Oh, the, her poses were... F- yeah. They know how to fucking do quick cuts of people. Of course, we get the princess there. Osric's... The- oh, it's so good. So next thing you know, we just see Conan getting the shit kicked out of him. He's, and he's bloody. They're throwing him on a fountain. Thorgrim and uh, and uh, Rexor beating the shit out of him. Then he finally gets an audience with Thulsa Doom. So I'll finally speak with you. Yeah, when my guy's boot is on your face. And he's just like, oh, so you're the guy who robbed my fucking temple, stole the eye of the serpent. And he's like, I don't even give a shit about that. I can get money back no matter what. People just fucking throw jewels at me. But you killed my snake, my pet. You pissed in my house. That's a house of doom. Thorgrim raised that snake from when it was born. He's beside himself with grief. Fed it mice. The snake played with the mice. And it became a mighty snake. And he's like, how dare you? What bold? And Conan comes back. You killed my family. You killed my father. My people. And then he's like, I don't even remember you, motherfucker. Who are you? Oh, he's like, oh, that must have been my wild partying days. Right. When I would just do anything for steel, I would just roam around. I got bigger ideas. Steel. Ha! What is steel compared to the hand that wields it? And he's like, check this shit. He's like, flesh, my boy, is stronger than steel. And I'll prove it. And he goes, there's a girl up on a cliffside. They're all like adoring him. He's like, come, my child. Come to me. And she even hesitates. She points to herself. And he's like, oh, yeah, you and he waves a little. He does the little finger wave to her. That again. Must, they must teach her because she does the same dive that the other girl did. That when you just you right. leap like your ass first, you're right? And if you watch it on the laser excursion, she even does the same little wiggle and waver thing that the girl did in the theater, like the fucking uh, silo theater that we were talking about earlier, the right. silo church. And she just smashes through these boards and is like... Unfortunately, yeah, they put the boards, they didn't put the pad underneath it, so she died, yeah. unlike Chris Jericho. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's just like, you know what, you'll never get it. You contemplate this on the Tree of Woe. Because this is where he starts in with, with the whole complex. He's like, yeah. don't you understand... What are you doing here today with this beautiful body? These right that I built. I, your hatred for me built that. Look at look at everything I built here. All this stone, all this rock, and it's nothing. Look at what you did for me. Look at what she did for me. Look at what these people do for me. I built you, boy. I'm like your dad. He didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't yet. say dad yet? No. I thought he, he said dad already. No, he did not. He says that later. Okay. He did, but he just said, he did say, like, I, you know, you, I thought he you said, came from, you, you, you flowed from my wellspring. Okay. I, I'm sorry to yeah. pop out the dead. Well, I already ruined it way earlier, so I guess I'm not that yeah. sorry for it now. But he definitely does hit well, him. Well, no, the it's not, it's not Empire Strikes Back. We're not spoiling anything for anybody. That's a good point. Yeah. How old it's is It's symbolically. Yeah. It came out two years after Empire Strikes Back, actually. So that would have got a big pop. 
Nobody got a big pop. So he's on the tree of life. He's crucified. Very reminiscent of when Odin crucified himself on Yggdrasil, the tree of life, to learn the secret of the runes. I know, I know you're about to say that, Griff, but yes. It's exactly no, I actually, I know Yggdrasil very well because that's what my favorite series, Dragon Warrior, which, of course, you notice that one tattoo, and you're like, what is that tattoo? And it's from a game called Dragon Warrior, and everything about that game is about Yggdrasil. And he's contemplating, all right. And this... Uh, there's a uh, he's like out of it. Cause he's been for how many days he's been on this tree in the desert. He's been through the desert on a horse with no name and oh. a in a tree with no woe. Oh, and uh, that's vulture, the worst. Vulture starts picking at that peck. Those pecks are juicy. They're full of some meat. Oh, how are they so full of meat? And Conan, not like the, the last waited. strength he has. I love this. He has the patience. This this vulture is pecking at him. Pecking, pecking the pecks. pecks. Yeah. Getting all over it. He's like, is that an Adam How much apple? pecks could a vulture peck if a pelcher could peck pecks? <laughs> and he finally gets down to that nip, and that's when the viper strikes. You know what? I'm starting to think this viper daddy is his daddy because he fucking slapped him like a snake. He bites onto the neck of the vulture. By the way, it was a real dead vulture. He had to like wash his mouth out with like no shit. No way that yes. was? Yes. Practical... <laughs> No, that's a little the too far mo- from me, but impractical still. effects. Oh, and he's like, weird. ah, he's just mad because he's just been in the sun. He hasn't, he's dehydrated and he's dying. Spain. He's crucified for fuck's sake. Spain is He lasted longer than Jesus. Jesus lasted one day. Well, Who knows how many days? I mean, Jesus. Jesus did, yeah, he, Jesus had the abs, but he did not have the pecs yeah. or the shoulders. Jesus was cool with prostitutes, but he didn't fuck like uh, Conan fucks. So then he sees something in the distance. Is it a mirage? No, it's not. It's his bro, Subatai. He's going to laugh it off because, of course, it is a fucking mirage. But then what the audience knows is, is it not? It's right. Subatai. So they, he's at death's door. He's not dead yet, but he's close to it. So they're like, Akiro, you have Blizzard, do anything. Valeria's like, I'll any price, bring my man back to life. And he's like, oh, the gods can be cruel. I will try. So they wrap him in a shroud. Oh, yeah. There's going to be hell to pay for this, I got to tell you. And I don't know who's going to cash that check. But Valeria is like, I will fucking cash that check. I will go to hell and back for this man. So they put him in a shroud. They tie him down. They paint sigils all over his fucking face and hands. There's a crazy storm whipping up, and we can start to see that not only have they had to paint all over his face, but they've had to tie him to the four stakes so his arms and legs are extended. No, he's not. He's like this. He's like like a mummy. Oh, is that a cross? He's like a mummy. You're right, yeah. His arms were across and his legs were spread, though. No, he was totally bound up in the shroud. God like, damn. Why do I remember this wrong? <laughs> no, he wasn't at all. He wasn't spread eagle at all. I know that's yeah. what you're what I'm looking for. It, it, oh, of course, yeah. Right, so Oh boy. So boy, he's yeah. yeah, I Okay, this is how I interpret the scene cuz like I said, there's not a lot of exposition. They let you use your mind, your imagination. So the winds pick up, and then these, you know, it was 82, so the, these cartoonish, like, spirits are coming. This is where we get into the bad CG, yeah. and I'm glad it's reserved for this one scene. Right. Because we've seen a lot of hacking and slashing in this movie so far. We've seen limbs cut, and it's all been practical. I think we got to see one scene where the wizard does something wizardly. 
Yes, no, and again, even this scene is like, is the wizard doing anything? Well, he bitches out. He runs to his little hobble. Exactly. And Valeria just leaps on him because it. So I'm. This is how I read the scene. He's not dead yet, but they've come for his soul. Exactly. So she's fighting these spirits that keep his soul, so he will hundred percent. Because he tells them there's going to be hell to pay, and hell comes right. for this man who's killed a lot of people. And I guess that's the right. thing that gives you a ticket to hell. And they, she weathers the storm. The, the demons go away, and he comes back. Super tie helps. Yes, he does. And he does. Comes back to life. And of course, it's you know Valer- Valeria who's standing Valeria. O- Valeria standing over him, telling him, "I'd go anywhere for you. I'd go to the highest mountains, to the lowest valley, and I would fight all of hell for you." So they they need that. I guess they ran out of their money. So they need that. They need to fill, fulfill that uh, job that King Osric gave them. But Subutai's like, "Look, man, I know you're out for revenge. Let's just get this princess back, and then." Next mission, we take out Thulsa Doom. We don't need we don't need to do both, all right? Let's just steal this woman away, get paid, and then we'll move on to the next thing. And Conan's just sharpening his sword. He he's still hungry for fucking revenge. Because now they did even they killed his family. They did they put him on the tree of fucking woe for fuck's sake. Right. So next evening, I mean they wait a whole night, they head out, they're make uping each other, going full commando. Once putting- again, I don't know about the practicality, but it looks cool. That's it just all it looks fucking cool. The fucking camouflage body paint. I don't know if they could really hide them with that shit, but it just looks badass. And like I was saying before, where they have all these mountain entrances and everything. Well, yeah, because Akira big... tells them, he's like, there are back ways to get in the mountain of power. And there's these little caves. Yeah, and they're easy to spot because they are fucking full operating uh, factories, you know, the ones that soon become the abandoned factories in the 80s soon become, but Because they these shipped are... all the jobs to Stygia. <laughs> That's right. But these are full functioning slave operations here. So they find their cave, they get all made up, made up and they head into the caves. They're sneaking around and they everything. They see the real fucking temple of set. We see what happens to all these acolytes that come, these children of doom. Yeah. They're fucking food for our boys. That's so right. Because they're just chopping up bodies, making fucking human stew. Yep. And we see they got this huge cauldron of split pea and hand soup. Yeah, that was disgusting. Why yeah. was it green? Because they're gross Soy fucking. Soiling green is. People. Exactly. So, and they, I mean, it's so big, they have like eight men to carry this fucking cauldron. So they follow the cauldron and they get right. to the big old the, palace. The fuck stage, you know. Uh, not quite a Caligula fuck stage, but no. a fuck stage nonetheless. Yeah. And so our our crew get in there and they're like, all right, here's the plan. And they're finger motioning this all. Billy Drago, great fucking job. This is not military, by right. the way. They see Falsa Doom upon a throne with the princess at his side, Frazetta style, just gazing up at his cock. Again, very Star Wars-esque, leaning right. up against them. And he sees like all the, they got these, these are the guys that I think uh, that uh, Oliver Stone wanted in because they got these like troglodyte creatures. They're like, like, pour, like stirring the soup. That's and good. Shit. Yeah. Troglodyte creatures. Yeah. And like, so we, these, we see that the, the, the true, what 
the true temple is set. They're monsters. These right. People. Every cult in the underbelly is fucking disgusting. We're seeing guards fucking concubines and concubines right. getting fucked and everything. We got disgusting in some here. fuckable music playing. It's not that fuckable, Murray, but there is a rhythm there that humans will fuck too. And then we see the true face of Thulsa Doom. Because he's up on the stage and he's doing some Drago hand fisting. Right. He's beyond. So this is how like above. He's above fucking. Yeah. He just stands and they just wor they worship him as they fuck. He comes as people fucking come for him. Because everyone down there fucking is looking at him, and that's what gets him off. And then we see he starts to turn into us. His eyes first turn to snake eyes. Yes. And okay, that one was not the greatest effect, but it's still good. It still worked in the movie. Because it just was like, oh yeah, by the way, these are reptile eyes now. But then it was like the one where his face started stretching and yeah. they come back to it like they would put some gaps in between it and they come right. back to his face stretching. Fucking great. I loved right. it. Yeah, and then you see he turns into a giant snake. And then he just fucks off. He's like, I got places to be. So there's like this tunnel yeah. that he goes through. Yeah, there's through. a little snake tunnel there for him. And then Conan's like, now's our chime. So while... Well, now's our chime. So Subutai and Valeria are like starting fires because there's all this like fucking drapery everywhere. So they're starting fires, start some confusion. And then they just fucking start hacking away at fucking yeah, guards. They, ta they take like hide. They knock out the first few guards. A couple more guards come at them. Conan's on the ground. All these guards are in the concubine ring, if you will. They're all fucking fogged up. They've been fucking, I, maybe not consensual, probably not consensual. So they're completely in the fog here. They're just getting their heads hacked off and everything. And, it's a massacre. And then all of a sudden, we hear... And then Conan just fucking overturns that... Fucking cauldron of human stew. Rexor and Thorgrim show up. They weren't even fucking. They were in their own fuck chamber. That's right. And then Rexor is like, you. And then Conan does a fucking pose. Fucking got that sword. Right. And he's ready to kill these fuckers. Thorgrim, his move is, is the Warhammer. That's his. He, he, or like the, the Donkey Kong mallet. Yep. As and I Rexor's got the an notes, axe. ham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And Rexor's got the axe. Yeah. So, like. Conan's ready to take on both of them. He's ready to fight. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's fucking full of Today's adrenaline. a fine day to die. He Conan's got resurrected, and we know from his fight ring days, life, death, I don't know the right. fucking difference. Today's a fine day to die, exactly. as far as he's concerned. So uh, Thorgrim like, swings the hammer at him. He ducks it. He hits the fucking pillar. Pillar knocks. There's a snake head that falls off, knocks Rexor out. Some, and Thorgrim, in the like confusion of it all, is looking down. He's like, where the fuck did Conan go? Well, Conan, turns out, is not completely just, like, mindset on vengeance here today. Because he runs out with his partners, and we see them making their escape. Right. And Val, I'm just going to call her because I can't remember the last Valeria. part. Valeria. She's the one who's like, I can't wait to cut more throats. So well, as she, she's cleaning up for them. As they're exiting, she's cleaning up. And right. turns out Conan is carrying Princess on his back. And she even doesn't move. She just, like, she gets surrounded, and she's like, oh, these guys don't know what they're getting to. She slaps her hand with the blade, and then she's like, I'm ready to cut you down. She cuts yeah. down all these fuckers, and they escape. Or they, so they thought. Uh, Thulsa Doom turns back into a human. He's just like, these motherfuckers! They'll, they'll now know why they should be afraid of the dark, because we're going to give them some fucking shit. 
So they take we, we, our heroes think they're in the clear. They get on they're their horses. Running on their horses. They're probably like four hundred feet away from them and everything. They're like modern. Anything can get to us right, right now. And then Doom comes out comes out in one of those caves in the back. Grabs a snake. He's got snakes slithering all over him. Just grabs it, stretches it out, Sick. and turns it into an arrow. Even though this, I don't know how this works, because you need a notch on a fucking arrow to put it on a string. But no, don't worry. I worried yeah. about this for yeah. five minutes. But, but you know what? It looks cool. <laughs> it looks fucking cool, and that's all that fucking matters. I do know why. <laughs> so come on, trying to get through this. I know we're going. And so they hit. Valeria. And she goes down hard. So they carry her on for another like 50 paces or whatever. They get off the horses. That snake didn't just go in her. It fucking got like into her heart and ate at it for a while what because we just gave her some venom. That was all it did. That's all it needed to do cuz it fucked her up. And it took her a while. Well, what I meant is it took a while to fucking pull that snake. Well, he did her. a nice little trick where like he pulled it still, so it still looked like an arrow. It was a real snake. And then yeah. when he pulled it out of his hand, it curled up. So yeah, it looked yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Okay. And then she's just like, I knew I had to pay the price for bringing you back. You know, now, she admitted it when she was talking to the fucking wizard. She's like, and so this, so yeah, this is why I believe Akira couldn't bring her back because she dies. Like Conan was on the verge of death. Right. She dies. Right. So she goes on to Valhalla. Right. I mean, they even when they were bandaging him up and everything, they were circling all of his wounds and all that. He was still breathing. She's not breathing anymore. So, of course, Conan's going to take her to Akira, the wizard's graveyard. Right. And there's that big, few, beautiful mountain. It's on, on a hill. Monument on a hill. That it's, it's, like a, it's a pyre. And it's where, as Akira said, fire never burns. Yeah. And so he's going to give her a Viking funeral because she deserves that. She right. went out on her shield, and he's going to do that for her. So he, Conan, lights her, falling off, big right. old funeral pyre. Because that's pyre. how much the gods, Krom, with a C, honored her. He's exactly. Like, and then fucking we see Subutai wiping his eye. A little Wizards tear. ask him, why do you cry? Are you a bitch? Why are you crying? And he's like, look, my boy Conan's a Sumerian. They don't fucking feel emotions. I cry for him. Next morning. Conan. Well, Conan takes off. He takes off his fucking pit fighter necklace and he puts the eye of the serpent, Valeria's necklace, on. That's so you know, right. He's got. He's got to honor her now. He's not living for the crom necklace or whatever. He's no. living for his lady love. So the next morning, Conan, princess, chained up. Right. She's bait. Now, yeah, she's now the bait up there, calling out. And she's like, "My lord will crush you." And he's just sitting there contemplating. Good. Bring it. So him and uh, Sabotai and even fucking Wizard, they're like, let's set up a couple of traps. Well, they know that he's going to come. They yeah. want him to come. That's why they're setting this up. And they're like, there's only two of us. There's like 15 of him. We got to do this. So they go. Yeah, they spend a day. They get the punji sticks that they fucking put in the ground everywhere. Because you know they're going to come on horseback. So you right. need something. This is this very home alone. They get some fucking contraptions, some Rube yeah. Goldberg type systems. Yeah. Some, uh, they get like, they get a, uh, they put a, a bucket of water over a doorway. Trip wires, yeah. uh, paint buckets that drop down on their head and yeah. make them look silly. And they're like set. And then they fear the fucking guys riding out. They're coming. And she's like, my lord's going to well, come for me. Akira, of course, is like, guys, you can't just have traps. You also have to have new weapons. And he's like, what? New weapons? And 
Conan gets a new axe. And the handle on it was so big that even Arnold Schwarzenegger's hand could barely wrap around it. But that shows the gods approve of what's going to happen this day. Well, the fucking hell with the gods if they're not on our fucking well, side. Hey, don't kill the fucking great man literature speech. Well, Conan says it right there. there. No, but he says it a lot better. And I'm going to say it because I'll say it a lot better. Oh, okay. So Conan's getting ready. He's got his fucking Viking helmet on and everything. And just, he sees the guys coming. And he's like, Crum, I have never prayed to you before. I, I haven't the tongue for it. But and I know no one's going to care about who was good, who was bad. All that they will know is that two fought against many. And all I ask for you is one thing. Give me revenge. And if you do not, then the hell with you. And that's when all hell breaks loose. The ultra-violence is in full effect. Conan is hacking the shit out of people. You see, this whole fucking, like... CGI blood would have killed this whole scene. Everything about this CGI. Squibs are exploding everywhere. Everything about this scene would have been killed by CGI because they're using like a whole rocky formation to allow themselves to deal they're with people. They're doing a very... Uh, I don't remember the guy who was the director of those Nicolas Cage movies, but the pincer move where they're getting our, our villains in these like small, narrow... Pincer? Uh, Face-off? I don't know what you're talking about. Con Air. Con Air! That was very pincered. And no, the guy, the oh, guy. I know it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. So yeah, they're getting them like separated and in these long yeah. hallways because they got talked the about fucking, the rock formations, right. and so they're using everything to their advantage. And we right. see Sabatai and Conan just using everything. They're hacking people with those fucking giant axes that they have, and of course Sabatai's got a spear and he's just spearing at people. They're they're funneling people into Acc situations where... According to uh, Milius, no horses got damaged. <laughs> like, didn't you, I don't know. There's a fucking scene. Like, I don't know how the horse didn't fucking get I know. killed. Yeah. Because it's it's when Rexar on his horse is coming towards Conan, and Conan chops the front legs of the horse, and the horse is fucking face plants, and the guy goes flying off the fucking horse. So unless there's a way you can train a horse to take that pratfall... Well, I, they do. They say they do have... But I don't know. That was fucking brutal. It looked long. brutal as yeah, shit. But so I, I hope they have a way because... Yeah. God damn, if they did harm that horse, that sucks. So Subutai's taking out like the jobber bad guys with his arrows and shit. Conan's got to take out the henches. Yeah. So he takes out Rexor with that chop move, and then Thorgrim comes with his fucking warhammer. Right. But he spots, he sees that fucking horned helmet. He's like, I see Conan hiding. He, yeah, because there, there was a little give and chase there, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And so he goes, ah, I got you. And he hits the fucking helmet. But no, that's the trap they had, the little Home Alone trap. Yep. And the thing swings around. The big spike goes through his chest. Conan walks up on him. This was a nice scene because you see Conan like looking at him, like taunting him. And in the background, Rexor is running towards him with the fucking sword. So good. So good. And so he, of course, recognizes it, puts a shield up to block the sword, but he's still coming at him with a full fucking run and sword attack. So it and this guy's fucking him. huge. This guy's like 6'8 or something. It shit. knocks him the fuck down. And so it's looking like his fucking days are done because Rexor is getting the... He's on his back. Rexor is going to kill him with his father's fucking sword That's on top right. of it. So he's ready to the killing blow, and he goes down, and then a sword comes out of nowhere and blocks it and, and then slices his eyes. Yeah. And then we see it's fucking Valeria. She's a Valkyrie. Conan's found, vision. Right. She become the Valkyrie that she was always meant to be. And she says, do you want to live forever? And then she just disappears. 
She just needed that one moment to save her man. And then Conan looks over to the audience and shakes his fist and gets out of the fucking fury, and he's all ready. And they're fighting, and then with the Atlantean sword he has, he shatters his father's sword. And then he just fucking chops up fucking Rexor. Kills him. And then he, he he recognizes his father's sword, broken now. Now he's kind of broken. And he, he doesn't know what to think of this all. He picks up that sword. He's got the Atlantean in one hand, father in another. Goes to where Valeria was burned and fucking bows to her. Like he does his fucking uh, pit fighter move. Where he yeah. crosses his arms and bows he, to he her. He turns to that, bows. Up there, of course, on that hill, of course, uh, the princess is about to be fucking... Ch- oh, no, this is a different hill because yeah. we see that Subatai has to run over because Dosa Yeah, she's totally, like, well, don't leave me. And then he's he just, pulling a chicken shit heel move here. Well, yeah, because he's so pissed off. He's been bested by Conan so many times. He's like, no one can have this fucking girl. I don't want her, but you guys can't have you her. Can't, yeah. So he pulls out the snake arrows, fires it at her. Subatai barely fucking saves her with the shield. And she at that moment, she finally realizes, wow, this guy really doesn't give a shit about me. There also was a scene that was added. I guess you didn't see the uncut version because it was an interesting scene because right before this battle, Conan has, like, doubts. Like, like what oh. am I doing? Like, I've spent 20 years. Like, this is my final moment. I, is it, was it worth it? You know, which mm. you don't. You rarely see a hero say that kind of shit. I think that's kind of better without it, but I think it's also kind of cool to know it. So, yeah. Um, Conan decides, of course, the next day he's got to go back to that big old he's gotta, temple. He's got to fucking finish it. Man. Yeah, he's got to finish his job. He takes a princess with him even. Right. Well, he needs her because this is a scene. You must not have been in the version you had, but because they cut it out. I think this because it didn't need to be in here. It didn't. But he uses her to get into the. I knew exactly thing. what yeah. was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So we, but we see her like walking up and he's like sneaking behind it. And yep. then when she goes past a guard, he cuts the throat of the guard. Exactly. So he's got, I mean, he's been totally emasculated, Thulsa Doom. So he's got to get his fucking crowd, like, like to build him up again. So he's just cutting a fucking promo, like, I am the best, you know, and all this <laughs> and shit. And you hear the crowd back up. And yes, we hear the hundreds best. of people with torches down below him. He's on the top of the staircase. And then Conan finally gets up to him. And, and this is beautiful, because you expected Conan, based on everything else that was happening, to just easily kill him. Right. No, he just slowly kind of stalks up to him. Well, we still see that there's still power in Thulsa Dome. Because, yeah. And he, he thinks, I guess he needed that lift from the fans because he thinks he's like, I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm going to fucking work this kid. Yeah. Because he, I think he needs, he's in the, he needs a new henchman. His henchmen's have been killed. Yeah. So he's just like, my boy, you've come back to me. And he's like, Conan's like looking pissed at him. And he's just like, you know, I'm your father. And he's like, well, I'm not your birth father, but I, I created you. Think about it. Everything that you are, the masculine man that you are today, the we reason, the reason that you're up here on this pedestal right now. I gave you that fucking thirst for revenge. I did that for you. You owe me in a yeah. way. There's no way you would have the motivation to be the man you are today. With- I mean, this is perfect, like, cult leader talk. Like, he's, it is. Like, he's making Conan feel like he owes him something. It's fucking so good. This right. is really good. And, of and you course, got that great fucking James Earl Jones voice on, behind it, you I'm know? Just, like, come on, people. If in 2022 we can't have a person of color be a villain, an unsympathetical villain who talks like this and can be a figure that you could just be like, 
I could see why people would follow him. It We're didn't fucked. even matter back then. Nobody even batted an eye. It didn't. Nobody cared that he was a black. Exactly. Guy. It did. It didn't. Oh. And so he just. Worked. It's working on Conan because Conan's like having doubts. I didn't. Okay. And he like he's like thinking like maybe this fucking guy's right. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Do you think maybe he just sensed no threat in this man? So he's just like no. I, I think, think no. Here. I think he no. I think. He's having tons of doubts right now. He's like, never had serious conversations other than yeah. Crom, C R O M. Well, I mean, Conan is a very, th- and this this version of Conan is a very thinking. Like he thinks a lot. He doesn't talk a lot. He thinks a lot. That's good. So yeah, that's true. He contemplates, and for it's just a second. It doesn't like he comes back to his senses. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that because this is kind of reminiscent of when his mom dies. Right. Because it seems like Thulsa even thinks about it a second. And Thulsa thinks he's got him. So he turns his back on fucking Conan. He's like, I'm going to go back to my crowd, my you know, adoring yeah. people. And then Conan snaps out of it, and that's where he just fucking chops him on the fucking yeah. neck. And, then ch- and I loved it, too, because it was like it was like a probably how it really would be to chop a person's head off. Because in the movie, it's so easy, like one yep. slice. He's oh, just yeah. hacking at his fucking neck. Oh, yeah. And then he shows the fucking head to the crowd, and then it just fucking snaps them out. They're like, we yeah. worship that guy? What the Defer- fuck? Definitely movie version, one clean swipe. When yeah. you're trying to be barbaric like this, and thank you for fucking making it barbaric like this. Right. The scene's so fucking good. And then he just throws the head down the steps. I still think that Thulsa, playing with house money, he doesn't care. He's living a cult of doom. So he's like, well, yeah, if I die, I don't care. Because he was in, even in his mind, he had to believe some of that. Yeah, I believe you. I think you're right. Okay. Because he's like, this is, it's a nihilistic cult. He's, he's all yeah. about, he's, this whole thing is embrace emptiness. Exactly. So, so that, that's why yeah. it's just like, I either get this guy as my 1A to replace Rexor and Thorgrim and everything, and we continue right. to be crazy strong, or I die. Right. Which is the, probably the most dangerous person to deal so with. So how do you win? Right. Well, that's the thing. Does he win? This is how I interpret the end. Because it's just Conan contemplating. He's sitting on the steps. I think he's like, fuck. Like, I thought once I got revenge. He learns that revenge is hollow. He's like, I thought I would feel satisfaction. And I don't really feel satisfaction. Right. I killed the guy that killed my family. And I'm kind of empty. I don't. What do I do? Like, all my my whole. Baby Fossil Doom was right. Right. My whole purpose of being was him. Right. And now I have nothing. What do I do with my life? What's my motivation? Why do I keep working out? Why do I keep being strong? Why do I keep fighting? And then he grabs like a, a, I think it's a brazier, I think they call them. Yeah, I think so. And he starts swinging it. And he th- I don't know how this worked because it's it's a stone, stone. but somehow stone ignites. Yeah. Maybe it's a magical flame. I don't know. Magic but, was in the air. And then he starts to leave. And then the princess bows before him because she is lost too. And I think that snaps him out of it because he like put he walks past her, and she looks up and he puts his hand to her, and I think he finally feels as like oh. I can go on. Like I don't need a person to give my life meaning because right. he sees it from her because she wants it, and then he just carries her off, and then we get the nice like from uh, Subatan, and then my master became a king, and we see the old Conan with a gray beard sitting on a throne, but that's some adventure for another time. And then they, there was one scene they cut out where King Osric gets killed by his bodyguards. They, like, turned on him. They joined the Temple of Set, and they kill him. Wow. But they left that out because I think they wanted you to believe, well, at least the princess can go to her father again, so... 
You know? I didn't even need it for that reason. It just didn't need to be in there at all, I think. Well, I didn't care about Ozric. Ozric was just kind of like, here's... I think the whole point was to show how infiltrated the Temple set was in Zamora. That's a good point. I like yeah. that. Actually, I like that. But, all right. There you go. One of my favorite films. Uh, the last uh, episode of 2022. So I guess that means the next time we'll see you is in the future. And if we're going to be in the future of 2023, future of Detroit in 2023, yeah, I think we got to do a RoboCop movie. I think and I think we're going to do RoboCop 3. Oh, not one. No, that's too good. That's okay. too good for you guys. You, got, yeah. you just had Conan. We can't yeah. just like bludgeon you with greatness. And you tried to torture us a while ago, so exactly, fuck you. Exactly, exactly. So, Thanks for the mental, uh, you know. RoboCop 3, which neither of um, nor I or Griff have seen. I know. I'm pretty sure Peter Wells is not even in it. He has <laughs> not played RoboCop. So that will be interesting. So we will Hey, it's New Year's. Do you have any uh, uh, resolutions you want to make, Griff? Uh, I got fucking heat in my house now, so fucking. It doesn't feel like it. We'll write it. It doesn't, but it used to be colder. It used to be, yeah. We could see our breath. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's nice. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it. I uh, I would like myself to uh, bring back some of the old guests. I'm in talks with a uh, an old fucking friend of the show. Maybe Let's get that. We'll hopefully get him on in January. Let's get that. Uh, I want to get new guests. I'd like to get some international guests. So uh, if anybody's interested, let me know via the Twitter, and maybe we can work that out. And that's basically can just make the show better and better like we do every year. Because our fifth anniversary is coming up in like six months. This is true. So most podcasts don't make past five episodes. So this we're doing pretty also good. True. So we'll see you next week for RoboCop 3. Have a happy new year, everybody, and keep it warm.